Uh, hello, everybody. It's 2020-12-20, episode 35 of lucidindifference.com. Hopefully, we have an actual video feed right now. I'm not sure. Minion, I, you said I was going to witness something really strange. Like right now, I'm in the top corner. Sorry? Okay. Which is really easy in OBS while we're doing a live if you want to play around. I don't mind. I mean, what you can do is fiddle with the window right now in this screen before you even bring up a game. If that's a little bit easier for you. I'm fine with that. So, sorry everyone. I know starting with Administrivia is okay. one of those things where which uh, we're excited Which is really to talk easy about OBS while the we're show doing as soon as the show starts. Around, but I don't mind. Not necessarily a great impression. I mean, what you can uh, do is fill the window, window right now in this screen, screen before we even bring up a have game. less of that kind of that's a little you know, setup time, the growing pains, this kind I'm of thing. I'm fine with that. So, Minion, if you... So, it, sorry, everyone. I mean, I it know. is your call. If you want to make me Starting with administrative is one of make me more interesting. Where, if you want to have a black uh, background, if you want to get rid of the woods, lucid indifference, clean it up a little bit more. Not necessarily a great that's something you should do. Uh, it's something um, we're going to do. Less I'd like and less to say as we I mature, trust your judgment. Have less Maybe I should just give you direct instructions. Set up time the growing pains. So, kind of uh, how about for now? So, Minion, if you, um, it, you I mean, you it is your call. If you want to make me full a little screen, bit bigger, just to remove the words loose and different number 35, background, if you can just get rid of the OBS, click on the right hand difference, the eye icon a little bit more, turn that part off. that's something you should turn that text off. I'd like and to say make me I a trust bit bigger, and we can figure out the rest Maybe of the test, the game, streaming, and this kind of stuff. Um, so, I, mean, uh, so I guess that's now? another thing to talk about um, is, is you, you make um, the because World of Warcraft a little bit bigger. Uh, had a, remove the words loose and really strange release schedule for the first time. You know, had click on the right hand. Had a, a release day, and it was one week until the raid opened. Turn that text on. I've got a raiding guild, and they're not a really hardcore. A little bit bigger, and we can figure out the rest of the test. There was personal pressure. It's not guild pressure, not from other people, but there's personal pressure to do so. Well, that's another thing to talk about is to get geared. Um, and because World of Warcraft and, uh, had a, a be the best really I could be strange to and we were we we entered into it extremely strong and it was one week until comparing ourselves opened. to other people doesn't and I've got a rating at deal, some point not you have to say well we're not but, hardcore therefore um, we can't compare there to was people. personal pressure I would, which is true from other it has to be true personal pressure no lifers that well enough to get this kind of stuff to get geared and go uh, in and I, I can complain about me be the best Actually, I could be I was pretty much dead weight and it really we were we, well below average we entered into uh, it extremely strong it took too much of a break well, from actual hard comparing rating. ourselves to other people doesn't um, from at some point you have to, to say months well we're not away, hardcore so therefore we I didn't know how to mash my buttons properly which is true it has to be true because things are smoothing out now numbers and this kind of stuff and we're Wednesday was enough I, I needed I, to I push complain about me for all of Wednesday. I was pretty much uh, jumping Thursday. It really sucked because we well do below average. Tuesday is uh, reset day, so that's the first opportunity to do rating. So that evening we do rating, and um, the next day is Thursday. So that actually leaves all of Wednesday for us to get together and really, really hammer stuff out. 
at any rate. And the Wednesday show, are, are smoothing my out. original notion was Wednesday show but wasn't Wednesday was fine because it was in the middle of the week, which I, needed to I really like the idea of, taking, Wednesday of and, uh, breaking the week Thursday, into two parts by having a Wednesday event. Tuesday is reset day, so that's the first and opportunity to that, be rating. So that, that worked really well with the break the next day is Thursday. So that actually because of this challenge to get together and you really have got rating and came out Wednesday show the same time. My original and notion that had was taken show was time. Was so it turns out that it Wednesday was something that we I really liked could the set aside for a while. Of, and we breaking had the week into two parts uh, by having a Wednesday. Lots event. and lots of other stuff come up, and, and we actually ended up that, skipping in Sunday. That worked um, really well. You were saying with that League of Legends had League of Legends because of this challenge of the tournament. And when you were saying that you've got at some point you have to admit that you don't like the game rating because you came out like. Right about the same time. You're complaining about not liking it, and that had you're complaining about changes that they so made to the game. So it turns out that Wednesday was something to, that to make we it fresh. Could set aside for a while, mm -hmm. and we had uh, lots and lots of other stuff come up, and we actually ended up skipping on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> you okay, were so, that League of Legends. So here's had, the thing, everyone. League of Legends. Uh, had Minion another, is himself. Another tournament. So he was. Uh, at some at least point, he you showers. Have to that you don't like the game. So you were he was in the shower at. You're complaining about at, not liking it. A half an hour, an hour before that they start, made to the before game? our pre-check stuff. And I had mm -hmm. to engage him and try to. It's. It was hard for him to boil. Literally, it was hard for him to boil water while talking about the show that <laughs> okay, he was so, supposed to already. So be here's the thing, for. everyone. Uh, so Minion is, is himself like, really so lagging was, behind. Uh, in, at least he showers. In, He's so not an early bird. He was in say. the shower at, and so uh, a half an hour, an hour before was, oh, start man, before our pre. And this is me. Okay, and this is why I have notes. I had to engage so, him and try to. Um, it was hard for him to we boil. Had, literally, what, one of the problems boil water. is um, while talking. If you take, the show I've talked about this before. If you take too for, much of a break, so he was there's like. Cost really lags so behind. The cost of taking a break is you're not not an early bird. Let's say. Kind of, that's obvious, and right? So, and uh, the benefit of taking a break I was, is and they it, kind of recharge. This is me. I've talked about okay. sharpening this the saw is or what hackers so, say. Percolation um, when you have a kind of downtime. One of the mind might is become uh, more effective. If you take, I've talked about this before. If you take you, too much, you of might a break, be able to examine there's a your philosophy benefit. So the, the cost of taking a break, like a vacation actually it, does things. But if you take that's too obvious, much time, right? and the it, benefit you don't get of taking benefit break from it is if you just take kind of recharge. Like if you're phys going on a physical vacation, let's say you're going on family vacation. If you take anything longer than have a kind of solid days. Your you mind travel time or something become like more effective. So ignoring travel time, cluttered. You, you get to Disneyland. You, you might and you be have able three to days of that. That's your philosophy. Anything more than that doesn't give you the kind of benefit. A vacation as the original actually does. So a lot of people are but like, if you well, take too much I'm going to take. Uh, you don't get any. More I'm going to take two months off. If you just take. And like if you're I'm, going you know, on a vacation, I'll say this, or I'm vacation. between jobs, but I've got a lot of three stuff saved days, up. I've got maybe another job already lined like up. And ignoring kind of travel, time. people will be like, you get to Disneyland, well, I've got the opportunity to go and change now. That, so that's all, all anything more than go that doesn't give you the kind of live out of a hotel for a while or a motel or a motorhome or whatever. And go tour a bit and go to Europe backpacking. And I'm going to take two months kind of stuff. 
and I'm, you know, I'm going to cash in all of my this, being or young, I'm maybe between not jobs, the kind of, lot of stuff saved up, I've got maybe another job already and so they really do this need kind of stuff, and people will be like, the kind of well, I've got the opportunity to go and change now, understand so or appreciate. I'll, I'll uh, go, but they do take you know, live out of a hotel for a while, vacations that are way too whatever to go tour a bit and go to Europe backpacking right? and. Uh, they never do kind of for stuff. some reason it's just uh, touring europe i mean um it, being and young maybe they're not hard maybe this is easier for europeans to do that trains and stuff like that and just and so they really do a couple of hours away to get to the next country the kind or of rest that's that a strange concept kind of for understand or well, canadian yeah, it's a strange uh, concept for americans they do take they go on road road vacations that are way too long to so fine to do that Right? And driving is part yeah, of it. They never do. For some reason, it's just I don't worry Europe. Understand? Um, uh, at any rate, at any rate, if you take too long of a vacation for Europeans, one of the consequences is like that. the erosion of a couple of hours away to get to the next country. Over, I have talked about the strange the concept documentation. For part of that Canadian. is the bus problem. It's a strange concept for Americans. If they if go on something road, happens road to you for your efficacy, you want to so have a list of instructions and drive hand to somebody else. Uh, fun and for if somebody else has no instructions written and something uh, happens to them, they get take too long of a vacation then one of the consequences is those tasks can't be done and if nothing's written down well it, it's I mean, literal i have it talked about the, the need for documentation and so if you go from a problem small to medium which is if and if something happens from small to medium for your efficacy getting more people you want to delegating have a list of instructions and as soon as you start delegating to somebody the else, entire purpose uh, is and that if somebody else is expert has on board that can do things no that instructions can. written and something happens and to them, when you have they get hit by uh, a bus people that do that then they're, when they are can't be done and if say, nothing's written down uh, well, you won't know how it, to cover literal work and be neither will anybody guessing. else if you're and lean so and mean you, go you won't from, have multiple uh, people that can do the medium, same thing which is a real going big problem from small to medium gets it is getting more people that and then delegating of the job as soon as you start delegating anymore. the entire so businesses fail because of things like this because of the bus can do things that you can't and um, when you have one of the, the uh, things do about that, taking a break is uh, when they most are Most of the time, absent, people aren't, sick, they don't intuit the uh, need for You making, won't know how to for cover taking notes for themselves. And neither will anybody making checklists, you're lean in me. One of the things that I that can do talked about, for which is a real big I made for myself. The thing is, sick. they go stale real quick. Yeah, so if you don't open them up every time and audit them every single time you're performing a set of actions, they'll be wrong. Sooner or and later, because you'll optimize, um, one of the, spend your 20 the things that in taking a break get, is you will improve most of the and time. You'll start memorizing stuff, they don't so be like, I don't, I don't, making, I know the checklist is wrong. Uh, I'm doing this new thing because it's really checklist, awesome, which is one of the things, or whatever the heck. But that checklist won't be minion accurate for myself. The thing is, they go and the thing is, if you go on a vacation, you don't open them up every time, audit them every single time. You're set of and it might be really subtle. And if you've got a very they'll be complicated sooner or later. Because life, you'll optimize, if it's work, spend your twenty percent, you'll fold the nation, and you'll get, you will improve, um, and you will and start you're coming back to work, and so you don't like, have I don't, I don't, your. I know the checklist is wrong. From uh, you doing this new so thing, past really self leaving you, or it's faster or whatever. Some, the heck. Some but that archaeology for you to look through. If you haven't done that, person, 
you and the thing is if you go on a vacation a kind of when you come stressful back, time getting back into stuff because you'll you'll get and it might the, be really subtle and if you've got a weight of all the responsibilities handed kind to you of life and if it's work let's say the expectation that you will be the same as you were the day before you went on vacation and you're coming back and to work you, that won't happen have your, because you don't have any notes no the thing about taking a, you to you break so your past from this podcast even for a week or two some archaeology for any endeavor if you haven't done that, professional, you will have a kind of uh, you, stressful time getting you back into stuff because you'll won't you'll be able to get back the, up to speed. The full properly. weight of all the responsibilities is handed to you. And I knew that the expectation that you would be the same as you were the day right? before so, you went on vacation. Um, and I did want to get happen. back into things and make some changes. Make some and the thing about taking a break from this podcast, being able to a week or two. Um, for any look endeavor forward to something when you come back from vacation look forward to some is, improvement some change uh, some whatever you, is you uh, really is something to be able to get back kind of engage you properly and I know that people go on vacation to kind of forget and, and I knew down, that we and all this would be suffering that problem here right? so if if you've lined something I did want to get back into things and for your return and it's interesting and maybe a little exciting so some piece of you might being able to earn for that it's not like you would regret going on vacation thing when you come back because you really would but some piece of you would be interested ever and might even think is really is and so during our off time i was thinking about doing this video i know that which is why even though minion you down incredibly lazy about but you know like if you if you were so off, lazy about doing this for your return and we had run some tests and i was i was fairly confident i'm still working with you for that and it's, it's not like it's you would regret going you, on vacation so it's kind of a problem because you really wouldn't but some um, piece of you would be i did want to come back and might even think about pretty full strength and so and during our off time to get things i going, was thinking about doing this video stuff sometimes which is why it's hard even though minion you incredibly lazy about I have multiple like, camera angles. You, you were so lazy about doing this kind of thing. And I, I do tests yeah. and I was, okay. I was fairly no, no, no. confident. I'm still working with no, you. That's, that's fine. It's, watch it's still watch. I can do that. You, so it's kind of a See? problem. But um, no, that's okay. I did. You don't need to back. play with anything. I will make Pretty it work for you because I know I'm working with you. And so I have to. Going, and, you know, sometimes it's just nope. kind of hard. This is a good <laughs> angle right now. Okay. I don't have make any change. Make this look good. Angles. That's all you need to do. Okay. This is fine. I I do. Now, don't. Now th okay. this no, no, this no. is a different angle. This no, is that's kind that's of fine. weird. Watch. Watch. Oh, I, can, I do. I, I see. I don't see. <laughs> no, that's okay. Okay. You don't need to. Play I'm just not going to use that I'll angle right now for you because I know I'm uh, working with we you. So I have technical difficulties. So, but as nope. you can see, okay. I've got some, I actually have some rather cool. This is a good angle right this, now. Okay. I've got a, a, don't a make any camera. Make this look good. Camera. That's all I you don't need know, to do. Uh, nobody, yeah. I'm not this associating this podcast now, with my personal stuff. Now, th right this, now. this is a not different really. angle. I mean, this is it's not kind of weird. Link. Oh, I, I, but, um, I don't in my, in see, my kind of writer life in my personal stuff. Okay, uh, I'm just not going to use that angle right now until a book uh, and I actually physically read a book. Technical difficulty. So, technically but as speaking, that some sort some, of I actually have some rather thing? cool. It is this because I've got it is transformative in all manner of ways since I'm speaking it. I don't know. I'm not showing you the entire nobody, page at a time. I'm, I'm not associating this podcast book. with my and it's a it's a kids right now. Not really. It's like a 1700s kids fairy tale book. But 
It's in my it's full of evil kind of writer death. life and my and personal stuff. It's just bad writing. So it's not really suitable for kids. That hangs over but I do that. I actually physically read a book. Camera. And it looks now, great. Really great. Technically, it's speaking, not 60 FPS. I'm sort of copyright infringement these days. It is. This camera is not 60 FPS. It is transformative in all manner of ways. I think since I'm speaking, if you look really carefully, I don't think time, and I'm actually physically reading a book. And it's a kids. As I had said before. It's like a 1700s kids fairy tale. Right now, so it's, why, it's why wouldn't I evil use a 720p camera? Like it's just right bad now, writing, so it's not really suitable for kids. I will move it around, but I do that so it's got the dumbest angle camera. possible. It looks great, like, really great. This camera it's here. It's not 60 FPS. <laughs> okay, that is a dumb angle. Okay, this, this camera, camera here. Is not 60 FPS. <laughs> that's 720p. <laughs> But if, if you look this really carefully, this game, it's 30. this yes. game is 1080p. Um, and if this game is 1080p, as I had said before, it can be work with what uh, really like good right quality now, 480p camera. Why, why wouldn't I your generation 720p camera? Like so right now, and it wouldn't really. I will move it around. It doesn't matter. So it's got the dumbest the angle possible. Doesn't matter if like it's not full screen. This camera here. So you work with whatever you have. Okay, that is a dumb angle. And I actually okay, this, this camera this here. Camera here the it's a. Uh, that's 720p, it's but still consider this game. Pretty this good game, camera. Uh, this I game is 1080p. And if this game is 1080p, I might change my little window. I can iteration of cameras if I go for something uh, really good quality. Man, 480p I really camera. don't want 4K, partly From because I can't actually see 4K. Like literally, I don't have so, a monitor, and it wouldn't really. And uh, literally, uh, I can't see. Does 4K. it matter? It's a phase. Uh, does it matter if it's not? Maybe next year I'll probably talk about work with whatever you have. I have and very actually, strange eyes. Th this and camera here, the, I, it's a, the problem with working with professionals, still considered a, about a stuff pretty to good try to camera. learn things from uh, them. I will always buy they, budget. They work with a lot of change people, people and uh, there is something. Man, I don't there's really know what well, it's kind of related. So there's something called compassion like, fatigue. Literally, I don't have a monitor. And compassion fatigue and, is something you can uh, probably relate closely to nurses. But you can Maybe also relate it to your lawyers and any kind of doctor, um, like a surgeon or something like that, where they are, the their existence is intimately important to learn things to from them. Life. That they, other person knows They it. work with a and lot of know people and remember and, uh, all kinds of subtle things. But the specialist, the nurse, will see it's kind of related. So there's something called multiple people throughout the day. Multiple people is something over every single day. And they'll just be different people uh, all nurses, the time and you can also relate it's not it like it's lawyers a, uh, any kind of doctor like they can't like remember because they like can that. remember a whole lot of they stuff are but so many people that you're caring for intimately for important to being an expert life. for having that so many different kinds it. of people and will know and remember being all kinds of subtle things that personal but bond specialist which nurse which is actually one of the like multiple people, people have to day. becoming a nurse multiple that's the obvious example that over every single day is, and there'll be just uh, be when different people all people the time care and it's not like it's a about um, person after person like they after can't person. remember because they can remember and a whole lot each of, of those people has so many has their problem that you're and caring the for obvious one is if, if it's being if an it's expert military having so many field medic people people are going to die being and people are going to die in your personal again and again which maybe which is maybe let's see it's like world war one we've got that, that in our mind have to become and that's there's a problem that a human ends up going numb uh, when but there's a lesser version of it for care like a nurse a lot where about they person will after get person after person it 
And it, it, it each becomes of those inappropriate. People to, has uh, to feel has their problems so much, and they have a the generic one caring if, for if it's, if it's humans, a military, right? which uh, is field great and healthy, and people useful. are going to die. But caring about individuals, and people are going to die in your arms. It's not like they don't, don't. Maybe maybe let's there's see, only it's like so much World to want. We've got that share. in mind. Kind of and and there's, there's a kind a of problem that, that a human ends up going with numb. respect to. But there's not, a lesser version of it for somebody like a nurse. Like I'm, I'm going to take that idea, get, right? And it, it is not appropriate it, to map it, it out. It, here, it becomes inappropriate. Have the compassion fatigue idea in mind. So much. But if you've got a specialist providing for you, humans, that specialist can't give you the kind of caring about individuals. Uh, attention. It's not like they don't don't in but the same only so much as you can give unique attention share. to either yourself and or there's to a kind that of specialist that happens. So you will remember all kinds of stuff about the specialist, not the specialist you're a number like I, I'm in, gonna take you're not a statistic, idea, but you're a number it, in it a is not appropriate to map it out here. But so I want to have the when I've gone to specialists about so if you've got a specialist who's providing my, my eyes you, in particular that so specialist can an optometrist give is a the kind is of not a very good good example because uh, attention. Yeah. You've got a, a person in who will check your eyes and respect is okay attention to fit for glasses or to that specialist. Maybe so talk you will to remember all kinds of stuff, but even but then, the a secondary a person can do that. You're a number. Talk to you about you're not a statistic, but you're a number in a large number. Put them in this kind of stuff. So when but, I've gone to, and it's not, I'm not disrespecting the amount of education. My eyes and etc. particular so being an optometrist. An optometrist sooner or later, that person not a very good. I had one of these people look in my eyes. You got a, and, a and person who and will check your eyes out. Oh, make sure okay, so okay. I'm gonna you refer you to this other doctor, let's say, right? Because at some point his specialty some of the ended. other options, he but even then, my eyes, a second he saw something weird. Because one of the things that he's able to do is determine, you know, the early signs of something like cataracts, for example. So you're getting but a little bit older. And it's not, there's a cloudiness that happens the amount of in the lenses of your eyes. And sooner or later, best for you to go to a specialist who understands, one of these people who maybe is even specialized with that particular and topic. And he went, well, uh, but okay, there are so kind of like I'm going to refer you to this other general. Right? Because at some point his specialty different equipment ended. and stuff he like that. Looked at my eyes. He saw something. They might have options like because one of the things that he's able to do because that's actually thing. You know, the early signs of something like cataracts, can, for example. You get so a, a little bit older, a little bit of an android thing going on there where you actually the lenses, manufactured lens, and and you can. This is one of the options if you understand. Maybe is even specialized for that particular topic. Like people think about corrective surgery, uh, but as there are you know, kind of lasers like and stuff like more that. advanced and general. That's uh, eye people that, that works. Have that's a different thing. equipment and stuff like and that. But one of the options is essentially and having a permanent contact like lens. Put a lens. You get your lens because that's actually a thing. You wear you can actually pull out your lens and you get slides. You get a new one. A little bit of an Android thing going on, and it actually heals up in the entire affair. You can have new lenses. And that's a thing, can, and this is a, one. That's not a good idea because you you are opening up have you know, corrective surgery little, little hole. Like people think about corrective you're fiddling surgery around as you, you got to be careful and stuff like and that. Infections can and happen, that's and a, uh, infections that might be rare. And, but one of the options so is essentially it's not generally recommended. But if you got cataracts, you get your lens. This is this is an amazing thing to do. 
if done well, and it's, uh, <laughs> you get a new one that slides in. It's, I don't want to say it actually heals up in the entire. But it's fair. It's, it's fairly have new ones. It's fairly safe. That's the thing, and that's the I'm, that's okay. not a it's good very idea because safe, you are open and it it's well understood the because cataracts are quite. You're fiddling uh, around, and unfortunately, cataracts are fairly common. And infections can and they're happen. They're not surprising. And uh, infections and so, might be rare. Um, but it's your eyes. So I was so referred to this other specialist. But if you got cataracts, a look at my eyes. This is and this is amazing. When thing you're to do, working with a specialist well, in and any uh, endeavor, so physiotherapist. I don't want to say it's not high tech. I mean, if you've got a dietitian that you're working common, with, fairly or, safe. This kind of stuff, a personal trainer. Uh, okay. You. It's very safe. Depending on how many and people it's well understood with, because cataracts. You will get a varying uh, amount of cataracts are fairly explanation, customization. And they're not surprised. Kind of so I'm so. not being told as much as I ought to so, be. Um, so I have. So to I was referred to this research other specialist. That's never really good. Like, don't base when you're. Working with a specialist in random researching, and so physiotherapist or things like that. I mean, just if you've got a do that if you want to. Don't act on it. This kind of stuff. A person knows and then bring it to your specialist and just be like, hey, depending on how many people about this they work with. You will get <laughs> and you'll, you'll get corrected. Hopefully, you'll get corrected. explanation um, or get billed more or something. So like that to, I'm like, oh, not. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to go and do some blood work and so I have to whatever do my own research kind of thing. And maybe there are that's never really business, good, right? Like so, don't base, but know what you're getting life into. decisions on you. So I may talk about and, my vision, looking at Wikipedia and things like that. Just. Do uh, that if you want future. to. Don't act um, on it. I'm not shy about that. Notes but it's and then bring it to your specialist. Like really good like, information. Hey, I heard and about this. I'm probably like, not going to learn enough such <laughs> that I can. <laughs> and you'll you'll get corrected. Okay. So hopefully it's you'll not get particularly corrected. interesting necessarily. Um, or get billed more. Um, so anyway, that too. because oh, we yeah, had such a long break from the podcast. Whatever. I've got tons and tons of notes, even that were covered covered last time or the time before. But know what you're getting into. What were you so talking about, me? You, about you were making your suit. <laughs> now, now you're playing a game. What? What? Um, future. What were we talking um, about? I'm not we shy about, about that, but it's better to have like really what, good did information I get you killed? first. And I'm probably not going to learn enough such that I can teach oh, other people. So it's not particularly interesting necessarily. Do it again. Um, anyway, <laughs> because we had such a long break from the podcast. Oh. Okay, um, you can't. I've got tons of delete your account. That Do it again. Covered last time or the time before, but yeah. what were you talking about, Minion? That you you were making your soup. <laughs> now you're playing a game. So what? What? Um, what were we talking about? What was we what? I, I can't remember what you. What did I get you? Uh, my question was what were what was your question from earlier? You you delayed oh, me from engaging you. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Like why don't we why don't we talk about because what we were talking about in the kitchen earlier just as oh, the show was okay, was starting as the title delete was, your account do it again down. you were talking about and I and I concur yeah. the difference between talking just in audio so the phone call so, experience for po- podcasts right versus what was what round I can't table remember what you, oh, maybe one my question was what were what was your question everybody gets you, and we're and you we're delayed me from engaging you to talk about that because you were saying that there were a couple of examples like, why, don't we, of why don't we talk about because we were type talking about that you've seen that earlier just as that. the show was was starting as the timer was was counting down you were talking about and i and i concur the difference ah, a long time ago one of the girls is really pretty that's why i was audio. interested in the show so the phone no, call experience for po- podcasts right 
versus round table, or maybe one camera angle out there. Oh, yeah. Everybody I know who you mean. That's the pretty girl. More live. Wanted to talk about that? Yeah. Because you were saying that there were a couple of examples of actual. Does she have a podcast that you've seen that are different that do that? Mm hmm. Ah, a long time ago. One of the girls is really pretty. That's why I was interested in the show, but no, I never really saw it. Oh, yeah. I know who you mean. That's the pretty girl. <laughs> yeah, what about her? Does she have a podcast? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, there's um, been this notion. There's been this migrating from migrating face to face from, meetings. Face to face. We're seeing. We're seeing it now. And we're seeing. We're now, seeing it now. It's been. Now. It's been an idea it's been, since. It's been an idea since. Where video forever. conferencing. Where video conferencing. Regular meetings like a boardroom meeting kind of meetings like a boardroom. So these. Kind of mid-level, so kind of mid-level, not particularly important. Not particularly the regular meetings that a lot of businesses The regular have, meetings that a lot of they businesses were thinking have, of replacing. They were with thinking these, of replacing yeah, it with. Well, there, these, there's something called yeah, tele. Well, there, there's something called tele. But now we're seeing it full scale. But now we're seeing, we're seeing full people scale. working from home. Seeing people working and without any commentary. And without any stuff. commentary on um, that sort of stuff. The, People are saying. People are saying they're doing a lot of that. They're doing a lot of that. And the thing um, and is, it's a, it's a um, and it's you made a, a fine argument. You made right? a fine that, argument. Your source made that, a fine argument. Your source made a fine argument. It isn't the same, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not and it isn't the same because it isn't the same because of some sort of some sort filter of, uh, filter of technology uh, that's making technology that humans need closeness for communication. It's not. I'm not going to make that argument. It's not. I'm not going to make that argument. That. I don't that, think that will stay true. I don't for very think long. that will if stay it's true for very long because we have even we have toddlers that are growing up with we have toddlers that are growing up with phones. Right. So generationally, my generation, my generation on multiple technologies, on multiple technologies. We grew up with we high tech. Other people have been born with it. Other people have been born with it. And so I don't think and so I don't think the tech is a barrier. But but. But um, when we're doing um, when um, we're doing these conference uh, conference these video conference, conference, conference what you're getting calls? is a face what you're getting and is a face you are and you're getting multiple and you're faces getting in multiple windows faces that are lined up in, in windows that are lined up so in certain ways it's not so it's not there's a certain kind of constraint there's a that certain kind of constraint that in happens uh, people around in a uh, people around table, uh, you get table. more image you get more and image. you get 
a separation of all the people a separation of all you get more image because things are zoomed out you get more image because things are zoomed out more the body so you get to read more of the body so technically speaking technically speaking it might be possible for us to do our stuff us to to do our stuff so audio becomes a problem so i'm going to back away so i'm going to back and back away and then you can see and i can back away and then you can see I can back away and you can see more I can of back my body. Away. You can and see if you can see my hands more, my shoulders more, the idea is if you could zoom out, right? zoom out and have your conference right? calls with more and have your conference more calls with more of people's bodies more of the and, people's then bodies. and then you have voice detection you have voice detection the speaker, the current the speaker, the speaker to be full screen. You should be able to get more of that experience, but you're not, that's just the speaker. That's just the speaker. I mean, what else can we do to get more I mean, what else body can we do to get more body language? Yeah. And yeah, I know Discord's got it. I know Discord's got, got it. A priority settings. A priority who settings gets chosen. Who gets chosen. So that person. So that person. Who's talking. Who's overrides talking. Overrides everybody. Overrides if everybody. Talking, if so the boss. So the boss. Well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so it's yeah. something that hasn't and, and been so it's something very that hasn't well explored. Very well explored. Um, we don't really um, know what we don't really like. know what it would be like. Maybe there's some technological some constraints. Technological I don't think constraints. so. I think it's I just us so. figuring out what us figuring would work. Out what would work. It's a social problem. It's a social problem. It's a planning problem. Um, um, but, but I, I, okay. So okay, we so still. I worked on. I worked on. So I've been working so on the I've been old, working on the old shows. shows. And I just finished and I just finished Holy uh, Files five. Holy Files five. So I wonder how many so I have. I wonder left. how many I have left. I think I've only got two. I think I've only got two. So shows this left. is our stuff. So this is when, our stuff when um, you and I were, you and I were, were literally sitting we're around literally the table sitting around in the table our, in our can we call it? it's like this it's i like guess this, we can call I it a dining we can room call it a dining room there's <laughs> a weird layout. A weird layout so this was in kitchen so this was in which, kitchen stuff, which i think would which, be better. which i think would audio would stink audio would stink better. but it would be better um and we were just sitting down we were just had a different chair and had a different chair squeaking in the background in the background traffic and traffic it was terrible it was terrible the audio experience the audio experience with the content but the content was really was totally different totally different than the tone of now and part of it is and part of it is there's a momentum with the speaker momentum with the speaker where the listener listener will tend to pause We'll tend to retract. We'll tend to, we'll tend retract, to not really we'll tend to interrupt. Really because interrupt. we don't have a because we don't have body a, language a cue. Body language like cue. I might be talking. Like I might be doing talking. Something really I might be doing something really interesting to me. But if I were to see but if I body language change a certain way, way I, would, I would I would withdraw. I would withdraw and allow a new speaker. And that was happening. And that was lot with early with our around the table the podcast recordings recordings. And so there's a there's a whole whole lot more to and fro. Like it, it is, it, it is it way, is, it is way different. And I don't and know, I don't that, know that there, there may be there, ways, there may be ways capture, to more capture of more of that. Um, um, part of it is, minion, part of it is more interesting somehow, more interesting giving you some somehow. practice, giving you some practice. Cause I became, cause I, I can became, tell the difference. I can the tell the difference in the way of then to now, then to like, now. Like how, many how shows many are we? shows we are 35 35 35 35 
I've got the I've, number here. I've got the number here. I'm looking at it right I'm now. I'm looking at it right now. I would not. I because, would not because I mean we didn't even know I mean, what we topic. didn't even know what and, topic. and I wasn't and, really and I wasn't on really working quality. On. We were still quality. We were still. He was planning like we, we were planning. Well, like what's we were, our schedule? How, what's our schedule? How how, how long how, should it be? How long should it be? Right and right. This and, kind of stuff. This kind of and, stuff. And like I'm doing the editing. Like I'm doing the editing. Just, like just I have like I have harsher language. Harsher language. For example. So I have some. So some I have expletives. Some, some expletives. And some of them are just some of them are just phrases. Phrases. And but they're and, not. But they're not. They're not necessary. They're not when necessary. Language when language. Language. Shaped so the tone. So the tone. The, tone of the. the Tone of the if you want to call it a pre if you want to call it a pre show okay, well, okay, the behind the scenes the behind the scenes before things before the things, the tone is quite the, different the tone is actual, quite different for realsies show for realsies show um um so, so I don't I don't really, really consider, consider them. them I mean okay so forty two at any rate um that there's a pretty significant amount of improvement over that period of time in terms of my speaking but not yours. It can't be because you haven't been doing it really often. So I, I love engaging you on explaining things. <laughs> like, well, I mean, one of the notions was I would run out of stuff to say somehow. It could happen, but it turns out to have never happened. And we've gone into shows when I haven't had any notes. Nothing's happened in life. Because we're not doing news, and that's one of the traps that a lot of shows have, is they, they look at the daily news. What they are is they're an interpreter of the stuff that's already been interpreted for them. So they'll go to a newspaper or something like that, or it's, you know, an online, the blog variety of whatever the heck. The thing is, you'll never run out of content doing that. And a lot of shows lean heavily on that. Like, that's their shtick. And the idea is they want their audience to go to them for their interpretation of stuff. So I've talked about the the choice of a voice. You could go to the New York Times and read their stuff, or you could go to this this video producer on YouTube and get a kind of a, an interpretation from them because you like their voice, their their style, their choice of stories, things like this. They're just more interesting. It is somehow, it is somehow wrong. Somehow, um, I would. L hmm? No, should I? I don't even know the game. I can full screen you. Yeah, one of the things is um, I have a concern about bandwidth, right? Because that's one of the things we had with voice chat or with video streaming, right? We wanted to do it network-wide to not send it out on the internet and then pull it back. So me viewing the podcast and viewing it at with a video is not a good idea. Um, because it, it's you're already streaming up and now I have to stream the same stuff down. We don't really have a mechanism to um, 
save that bandwidth because really what should happen is I should be getting it all via so we're using Jammy and Jammy is a, a free and open source uh, conferencing chat tool and the notion is that it can do things um, it can it doesn't technically need a centralized server so you're not sending stuff out to some other company and then sending it back if you if you're on the same network so if you're in the same office building and you've got internal networking set up properly then you this conferencing just does things internally it doesn't have to use the internet which is a really great idea so maybe what we need to have happen is minion the obs can't do it can it right obs can't set itself up as a virtual camera as well and then you could pipe that through jammy and that's the way i would get the video feed that would be perfect right that'd be exactly what we wanted okay so right now you're using obs as a as to stream out but what i'm curious about is if you could make obs also at the same same time be a virtual camera and then you take that virtual camera you give it into jammy and then i get it via our um, you can do that because that would be awesome because I, I, then i can turn off twitch are you do you want to try that now or is that going to be a risky thing to do okay i'm looking at twitch should I be looking at Jammy instead? Oh, I am. Okay. Oh, man. It's got this nasty streak through it. Yeah, the quality is kind of suspect. It's a little weird. There we go. Yeah, actually, that does look quite good. Good idea. <laughs> I'm actually seeing two of me in there because I've got because Jammy also displays yourself, so it's a little bit weird. Uh, I can actually drag my face around <laughs> and, and kind of move the image of, of me. Okay, so you know, so for everybody else, you might be used to something like Skype. And so you've got, you've got the, the, the person who's talking or the people who are talking, and one of you is your video. And... This is generally a good idea in case your camera is a little bit weird or in case whatever the heck, so you can see yourself at all times. And in this particular case, this chat program, you can't turn your your own display of yourself off, which maybe that has to be a feature request that, that I put in there. That, <laughs> that's kind of funny. That's kind of dumb. That's, that's really dumb. Um, so, yeah. I wish I could just pop it out as its own separate little window and then I'll just put it on my second monitor or minimize it or whatever the heck. Um, but yeah, okay, Pro problem solved. Problem solved. So uh, if I can only exit full screen so I can see my notes. Okay, so I've got my notes here. So I do have actual like stuff I could talk about. How much time do we have? have left? Six minutes. Okay, so uh, in, the, in their time remaining, I want to talk about some... I'm, I was going through a whole lot of old notes, so I I take I bookmark stuff and I take notes on stuff, and some of it's of some of it is interesting, some of it is interesting that I want to think about or that I want to follow up later. You know, you, you get references from smart people. You should go read this book. So I'll just be like, oh, I'll put it on my Amazon wish list and stuff like this. And 
so I was looking through some notes and I was reading one guy. So he admitted that he got it from somewhere, but he doesn't know where he got it from slash. There is no source for it. And I didn't look it up because it doesn't matter to me. I mean, maybe future self post-production self can go and look this up really quick. So the phrase is tools and money don't make life easier. Skills and discipline do. All right. So the, the idea is that there's shortcuts, this kind of stuff. So if you get more disciplined, if you get some more experience, if you get skilled, that's what will make life easier. So let's ignore the idea of life, whatever that means. Right. But that's false. That's, that's an, that's an absolute lie because you can very easily throw money at problems and the problems will just melt and they will go away. You can very frequently hire a specialist. You can purchase the correct product, a tool, and it will do the job. It will do the job easier. And it may well be that a master can do certain things, can achieve great things with, with basic tools. But, um, why would you, I mean, if it's not your passion, if it's not your hobby, uh, it, it will be a waste of time to get into the mastery. If you can, if you can do something that is good enough to solve your problems or that is fine, right. And you can do it with a bit of money and solve your problem, do your thing. That's great. And if you can spend more money and do even better, then that's great. If, if there's some po point when there is no amount of money you could spend to do as well as a master, well, shrug. I mean, unless you're willing to burn a lot of time, make that a hobby. But if you're not that passionate about it, you just kind of want it, then, you know, there's a big difference between, because I want to learn to draw. It's been a dream of mine for a long time. The thing is, I want to learn, I want to know how to draw without learning how to draw. So I've got all this stuff and I researched it and I've got the tools and uh, you know, I have an art plan and tutorials and stuff like that that I paid for. And, um, and I, if I wanted to do certain things, cause I wanted to do a little bit of illustration, cause there are certain ideas that I've written about for my short, short pieces and for my book and stuff like that, that if I were to be able to sketch some of that stuff out, it might be really useful to have maybe to have in a printed work. Cause I don't think we have enough good pictures that are solid that really show some stuff. Cause I've got some idea. Cause the thing is, um, my thousand words are easily worth more than a picture. And, but it would be really nice to have like little, little doodles occasionally for my, for my short pieces. Cause I have some interesting visual language. And I thought, well, on the one hand, I could spend a bunch of time learning how to draw myself and draw it. And I would probably do an, an extraordinarily good job from the perspective of getting the idea across, but not necessarily at actually making good art because it takes time and experience. And I don't think I've got the talent for it because I'd probably be able to draw already. I'd be doodling since high school or whatever. Right. Or I could hire somebody to do the sketching for me, have them read the work, talk about some of the things I want to display, um, and have them interpret it or have them, and then maybe go through iterations. Each iteration costs money. Don't play pretend like you can just give, give an artist a chunk of money and then have them 
go again and again and, and get revisions from you. That's not how life works because each revision takes some extra time. And, and cause I've had to, I've been the guy that's been, I've worked with, with customers, with clients that, um, have requested multiple revisions on stuff. And it, it's occasionally I'll be like, okay, well, yeah, we misunderstood this. And, and I'm that nice business guy that will go back and stress our artist to go and do something, uh, to make a revision. And then I'll, I'll burden the price on myself. Um, at any rate, at any rate, um, it, it is, it is false. You can make your life easier just by throwing money at the problem. You, but you will find that you will make your life easier by going and researching it. And if it's a problem that other people have faced, there is some chance that somebody out there uh, has solved the problem and that somebody has explained the problem because the internet's a big place and there's enough people that there's going to be somebody maybe kind of like me who will um, be quite happy to to explain why they did something and they'll write something they'll make a video they'll do this kind of stuff but that it falls upon you to have the skill the talent the drive the the time to um to go and and look it up for yourself and then go and try stuff yourself and think about your problem yourself and once you've done a little bit of that every dollar you spend is gonna it will pay off because you're spending it in the right direction you're solving your problems correctly um at any rate we're gonna we're gonna come up on a break and we're gonna be back in about 10 minutes uh, hopefully this is still interesting <laughs> are our bots back in yet i'm gonna see if they show up later I'll see you guys back in a moment. You're gonna, I don't have a way of showing a blank screen. Minion, you can turn this camera off, but I'm gonna step up, I'm gonna step away. <laughs> okay, later guys. Oh, oh my, I don't have my headphones on. I am so professional. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that, I am back for realsies. And I was thinking, um, we didn't have the ability to turn my camera off necessarily, but I've actually got a little, this camera comes with, with a, a lid with an eye patch. Well, what I can do is in OBS, I can actually do this. I can make my own scene, right? So I can kind of, I can, well, yeah, I mean, we do it at the same time, but I can control my video feed well enough that. I can, we can do stuff like this. So it could be done on your end with a different OBS scene that also manipulates my video feed, which is probably the best thing to do. But if ever, whatever the heck, I have control over my own stuff. If somebody knocks on my door and I want to just step outside and I don't want to, no, I'm not, I'm not wearing pants and I want to go check the door and don't want that on camera, then you know, it's doable, whatever. Speaking of not wearing pants, um, the conferencing thing before I forget, um yeah yeah you've heard that that well there there's the great look of course of course with with enough humans somebody will accomplish the laziest so the the notion is you, you just you can wear a suit and tie and no pants and you could be at your zoom meeting because like it would be inappropriate for you to stand up, right? Uh, so, but the, I was thinking about, well, not that, but I was thinking about better video conferencing. And 
right so we've got the notion of breaking things down to the tiny little boxes and and i was talking about zooming out so we can see body language kind of but th that makes everybody a little picture technically speaking technically speaking and we've known this since uh like the video conferencing notion has been a part of science fiction for a very long time so for example there's a movie called demolition man it's a good movie i recommend it um it is it is absolutely old school right so know what you're getting into but it's still a good movie it's got some substance to it and all that but i recall that there was one scene where uh the, a bunch of people were uh were teleconferencing and they had like I images on chairs that would swivel around <laughs> like the little like uh rectangles but really what would be the best thing to do is to have because other places have holograms and and things like this is what we could do is just zoom out a little bit more and then every participant in the conference would have one dedicated uh, portrait mode monitor per participant and you just have your desk with an array of screens the limitation being how many screens you could actually fit in the space you've got essentially each participant would have to have like a semicircle in a significant office full of large screen monitors tvs for all that mattered right and they're not it's not like it's necessarily an expense problem if you want to make a business um effective right spending you know a couple of hundred dollars per monitor times eight for your board of directors or something like this and each person would have them in an array around the the useless end of some room somewhere and they just step in and that's how they do things and it would just be from the not exactly waistline not exactly belly button line but you know the the edge of a table up full full person for every single participant and it just it does push them together a little bit uh that um maybe it wouldn't be like that in real life in a real boardroom but that would be a little bit more effective and it, it you know it would cost what it would cost and it would take up that much space per person but i mean if you want to get it done right that's how we do it um you know, we're not at the point when that would be feasible for everyday workers and i'm not right so we don't exactly have a solution and a lot of people are just going to reach for well we should have virtual reality but uh, we would need well the only way you receive visuals in virtual reality is wearing something close to your face and getting a having all of the participants in a virtual reality conference all wearing goggles essentially um you can see everybody just fine but they all have that thing on their head right i mean it would look a little weird i mean okay well i mean maybe we do have to go there as our little intermediate step something like this right uh google glass would be the correct solution the answer for something like that right where it's a little more transparent smaller it's all right it's all right google glass have you used google it? glass have you used it you 
I mean, it's a failed product for a reason, right? So maybe it's not that great, but the idea is pretty good. Mm. Um, on to something else. Um, I, so again, I, I, that was one note. <laughs> one note took, that took 50 minutes. That's some administrivia. Um, I do want to talk about some more real-world stuff. Because before, what I had been doing is I would, I would have more... I, I don't know, more, more personal stuff, more motivational stuff, more, more real things. And, uh, so I do want to get back to talking about, um, about mood, mood and diet, because it's still something I've been really thinking about. I haven't been doing a lot of hard research like I have on a lot of other topics, but, um, but, uh, but I, I was curious as to why bacon was was so impactful like it, it doesn't make any sense why bacon why because i switched to a keto diet and i because i had actual a urinalysis i could determine that i was in keto and so i know it's not meat because i was doing just straight beef and um and I know it's not the fat from bacon because what I was doing is I was rendering it out into lard and I was using that as a dipping sauce at one point and that didn't do anything. And as soon as I just switched to regular bacon, just great. And I started patting it off, you know, in, in paper towel. And I don't quite like the idea because it's a little wasteful, but um, doing that has worked quite well. And so it, it just remains to be bacon. And I don't think it's just, I don't think it's pork either, which is even weirder. Um, I think, um, so I went looking. I'm like, okay, well, you know, you random Google, ask the Oracle, and maybe it will tell you something. And um, as I understand, processed meat might induce something a little bit akin to mania. Now, don't misunderstand this notion. So... You could say something like, it is an artificial mood improvement. And this immediately to me sounds like, well, that's something that uh, w would be... It's like adding caffeine to things. It's like adding sugar to things. It's like adding... It's like nicotine. It's like, oh, it's, it's something that's just a little bit addictive, right? <laughs> and so if your processed meat does that, well, maybe that's what's improving mood. And that's not really improving mood, is it? That's just, uh, that's a bit of a high. So I went looking a little bit more and, and, um, and, and the thing that is in a lot of this sort of stuff and a lot of bacon is zinc. And there seems to be a relationship between zinc deficiency and mood. I'm not sure about that. I need to do a little bit more research because I've just got some really brief notes. And I while I trust my past self for having written this stuff down, like, hey, go get zinc tablets. I'm like, well, okay, past self, but why? Because <laughs> I didn't actually write any of that down properly. So I'll look into it again. Um, but uh, so I could get zinc from, obviously from, have some over here i might actually have already purchased some because that would be something that would be something smart i don't think i i know no i know i have where it, where is it you know you know why i know i've got because <laughs> i just take it and i put it i fill up this little row of pill cases with my multivitamins and stuff like that um and again this all started with with vitamin 
with vitamin E. Hey, I've got a camera. I can actually show this stuff very briefly. So this stuff is okay. And focus, focus. See, this the document camera would be perfect for this kind of stuff because it doesn't care about focus distances. Um, and uh, I know I got the zinc because I was looking at the zinc uh, bottle and it actually says, uh, do not take with other medications. I'm thinking, wait a second, zinc, you're not a medication, you're a mineral. <laughs> like thinking too highly of yourself. Um, at any rate, so that's something that it remains to be determined. Maybe if I run out of bacon, when I run out of bacon one day, because boy, did I buy it in bulk, uh, I will just have the zinc and then I will run that as a test just to see, you know, see if irritability returns, right? Uh, and I am uh, officially switching to whole food. Actually, I've got a mug of it right here um, with it's chocolate flavored and I've also got milk with it and I heat it up. So it's hot chocolate. And I kind of regret doing that because I might have a wetter voice. I actually sound a little bit weird. Do I sound meaning not that I trust your ear, but when you hear me, do you hear little pops every once in a while? Like little, sorry, you do. So like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. And I, I think maybe it's my push to talk or something weird like that. That might be doing that as well. And, uh, that's, I wonder if that's going to influence audio quality. If, if I'm going to be able to, if my de-popping is going to be doing that. I'm not sure if that's my voice, what's going on, because I am a little bit closer to my microphone uh, from later. Weird. Okay, at any rate, at any rate. Yeah, oh man, that's just, it's bothering the heck out of me now that, I, now that I'm paying attention to it. And it definitely is. It's, it's strange. It is a strange thing. Okay, I'm going to turn off my push to talk and see if I can. Oh, I know I can't risk doing that. So this might have a, this show might have some odd quality at any rate. Okay. So that's, that's zinc. Um, I do want to talk about bacon just a little bit more. And, uh, so I, I wanted to know, uh, if you could cook, cause I had heard about wetting bacon before cooking it. I didn't really fully understand what the advantage of that would be. And so I went and looked that up. I, I wanted to know can you undercook bacon? When is bacon done? Like, why does bacon burn? What temperature should I be using? This kind of stuff. And I, so I read the package on the bacon as a start, and it actually has instructions on how to cook this stuff. And uh, so I was cooking it correctly-ish, I guess. But I wanted I wanted a second opinion slash uh, video or something. And when I learned and there's a, there are a lot of different ways of cooking bacon because I wanted to understand if I could bake, make it in bulk and I wanted to understand if I could dry it because I've got a dehydrator. I've got a, it, it was sold to me as a professional grade dehydrator, but it's not, <laughs> it's not, uh, but it's very, very good. It's just, it's a simple device. So it's hard to really mess up. Um, but mine is a proper steel box as opposed to one of these stackable plastic thingies. Um, it's very nice and I don't put enough use into it. And I was thinking, well, if bacon is going to be a part of my life, can I make it in bulk? Can I just dry it? Cause frying was, it sputters and it, it smells and minion. Do you actually not like the smell of bacon? Like actually not like it?
Oui. Good. Okay. So, I, and that, so this is one of the problems. I mean, it's a psychological problem for me. I don't want to bother people with the smell of my cooking. Bacon really bothered me. Um, bacon made me irritable until I ate bacon. <laughs> it made me less irritable. Ugh. Well, I don't, I don't want to like bacon. Um, and this, it is a very pungent smell. And I was thinking, well, can I make it in bulk? Uh, can I put it in the dehydrator? Boy, does that make things smell. You know, dehydrating takes like 16 hours or whatever the heck, right? And so that's ample opportunity for smell to get around. But maybe can I make a, a week's worth at a time? And I just, you know, some people are away on the weekends and this kind of stuff. So maybe it wouldn't be so bothersome. And I learned that first you have to cook the bacon before you can dry the bacon. So that defeats the purpose. I may as well just cook the bacon, then have cooked bacon. I don't need to keep it for long, right? <laughs> just like, it just, it's an extra step. And if, again, if you're going to be keeping that for a month, then yeah, okay, drying is a thing, uh, but I'm not gonna, I'm not going to be, you, you actually can't. I, I just couldn't make that much bacon back-to-back. -back. It's quite annoying. Okay, so um, I, uh, I, I researched it because I wanted to know uh, what, what does it mean to cook your bacon properly, right? What is overcooked? What is undercooked? And I learned about wetting bacon. And it is something I'm going to continue to do. I think I'm doing it right. I'm a little bit worried that I'm, not, that I'm undercooking. But I don't think so, because bacon takes a, I take a long time to cook bacon. I always have. And so I'll get like crispy kind of burnt stuff. And so I'm cooking with the same amount of time, but because I'm using, uh, because I'm wetting each slice, I'm separating them and wetting each one. And I'm putting it down on the pan wet, um, on a, on a cold pan wet, you know? And so it, it, and I'm used, cooking for the same amount of time. I'm pretty confident it's getting well cooked. So the thing about wetting bacon is uh, that is a way of cooking bacon and having it stay soft when it's cooked. Because one of the complaints that, that people have is under certain circumstances, you don't want your bacon to be brittle when it's, when it quote unquote dries out, right? Um, you want it to be a pliable and it would be great if it was still still nice and pliable. If you're going to put it into like a pita or something like this, then it would be great. It would be great because you don't want bacon shattering and all this kind of stuff when you're chewing it. So what happens with bacon when you wet it is first it takes time for the water to go away. So the way you cook it is you wet each slice. You essentially rinse, rinse the slices. And then you transfer each slice to a, a uh, just starting to preheat pan, right? Cold, essentially. And you don't have to give them too much space between each one, because technically you're supposed to. Uh, don't worry. And what happens is, and you flip it quite early. So what you'll notice is the water acts kind of the way oil acts when you're frying something. It fills in all the little gaps. It smooths everything out. There's a transfer of heat that's very even from the pan up into the slice, into each individual slice. And it takes time for things, for the, the water gets in the way from the, 
the cooking process. So it takes time. So you bring it up, you flip it over, and what you'll notice is the 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 fat in the bacon kind of renders out. It it becomes a little wet, and you'll notice the water runs off, but it becomes cloudy, and that's the fat. And if you fl you flip it to make sure you get all that kind of almost lardy water kind of out and then you turn the temperature down you can actually cook at medium medium low you can cook i cook at about four four and a half and then i bring it down to a three and a half out of ten and uh and you just you fl flip as usual and you end up with a very nice pliable bacon and so i'm and what's interesting is the side effect is um it, it doesn't sputter at all at all at all it was quite shocking to learn this and it's really easy to pat dry because it's quite pliable and if you do pat it dry it will stay pliable so it's 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 wonderful it's wonderful so i recommend that you know just in time for me to stop eating bacon if the zinc thing work, works out um and the other thing i was looking up is because it, it kind of ticked me off because the the bacon curls on one side often and it's annoying and i'm I'm worried about it not cooking at that end. This is something that prompted my going and looking up how to cook bacon properly. And there's something called a hamburger press. And what it is, is it's, it's like a cast iron brick, essentially with a handle on it, that if it was on a grill, you just plunk it down on top of your hamburger and it presses it. And so you, you squeeze out some of the fat kind of thing and uh, it gives you a nice even consistent and helps it cook evenly and all this kind of stuff and i'm thinking well can i get one of those and put it on my bacon and just kind of iron it out and no that thing's not it's not going to fit in a kitchen pan and but that is the correct reasoning i could probably adapt some other some other sliver of metal or something like this and, and do that and it'll probably work i could probably do a wooden spoon or something like this just kind of lay it on top um but but cooking this other method uh it it more or less covers this problem so you, you if you put a slice down and it curls up on one end you just wait a while if it's gone through this this rinsing process and it will actually relax down which is nice and and because you're cooking at a lower temperature probably for a little longer um that that will give it time to to relax down and so having the water there uh, will give more opportunity to render out the fat and will give you more uh oil, what what you would consider oil right the the liquid fat would render out nicely and that would be available to kind of soak the bottom of your pan and that's what what helps nice even cooking is having that at any rate um man i haven't talked about my onions in a while have i been <laughs> i was talking my onions wow were you not paying attention because boy did i talk about onions again and again <laughs> week after week probably you were playing with your tablet <laughs> see if really the green onions that i the green onions i was planting in they're onions should i call them scallions <laughs> like i 
I actually don't really understand the difference between the two. So, but yeah, okay. So the green onions that I've got, I brought them inside because, you know, it's winter, by the way. And um, they, and I wasn't sure what to do. So what I did is kind of open the blinds and, and put them near that window. I'm like, okay, onions. Because uh, earlier I would just have them in, like I've got these small mason jars and I would put them in and they would grow and it was wonderful. And I just transferred them to soil. I'm like, okay, well, they should do great. I don't think they did quite as well which is a little weird. So I'm thinking maybe I should switch to hydroponics or something like this, figure out how the, how the heck that works. Use liquid fertilizer for once in a while. Um, at any rate, I bought these, I brought these planters inside and, uh, the onions suffered, <laughs> but I think I overwatered them because that's a problem I have with houseplants. Everything I have dies. And so, um, well, yeah, like you look sad i will water you because that's the only thing i know to do <laughs> and uh and they wilted right and i'm just letting a bunch of them die because what ended up happening and i looked it up i'm like okay well and i needed to understand what the heck is going on because i've noticed this before in in past places i've lived in where i've had plants that die in this way and it was over watering right and what happened was I don't know how they get where, you know, life finds a way. And, uh, these, and you look for words for this stuff. So these tiny little flies were around and it took me a while to, to figure this out cause I wasn't sure. And I went and I looked and I looked and I looked and I believe they are something called a fungus gnat where the, there is a fungus that develops because I was overwatering in those plants and these gnats were hatching out from that they would feed on the fungus and then the flies would would like wander around bump into stuff i was looking to solutions of getting rid of them obviously and uh, what i should have just done is is you know dashed my dreams of having onions and throwing them outside and and you know be able to come back next year but uh i think they were already dead Right now, one of the plants seems to be doing pretty well. So maybe that, I'll keep that one. Maybe, maybe. And so um, I uh, I researched it a little bit more. And, I, you know, I looked in the direction I knew to look in, but I wasn't thinking about all stuff. I learned more in hindsight, right? I should have done things a different way. But I learned that you could catch fungus gnats by floating a cup of um, of apple cider vinegar in water and the smell would attract, or is it the, it's the reverse. So floating a cup of water in apple cider vinegar and that the smell of apple cider vinegar will attract them and they will land in the water and, and drown. Um, that's false. <laughs> I don't know where people are getting that from, but that doesn't work. Uh, that doesn't work for me, for my brands of stuff, for my something or for the these gnats so at any rate i was even looking at get, buying these strips to get rid of them but i'm thinking well you know what for the cost of these strips to get rid of these gnats i could probably buy new onions <laughs> this they are remarkably inexpensive um so so yeah my it's winter right so okay yeah all my, my plant endeavor is just gone which just seems a bit appropriate for for a winter time anyway um, 
Next, I'm going to talk about a dentist. Okay, so in I don't know if it, if it if it happened in the United States or what's going on, but um, when uh, the the pandemic occurred, very early on, a uh, there was when a a couple of participants of visitors for a um, a dentist conference. And I don't know where it took place. Um, one or more of them was diagnosed with COVID. And so all what Canada did is they contacted and tested all of the other visitors, all of the other dentists. So these are actual professional dentists that had been what turned out to be in a hot spot. And so they had some personal concerns because obviously like they're working with people's mouths which which is kind of near their lungs and uh so dentistry shut down essentially in i well certainly around us but i think in canada in general i think basically in the world right and so you know i get a call from my dentist like hey we're closing down indefinitely we'll we're gonna figure this out and get a hold of you again they did call me i'm like Oh, well, I can't do an appointment. Uh, I mean, maybe later this month. They're like, nope, in three months, right? Because they've got a backlog. And I really do appreciate that they're getting up and up and running. I don't care if services take a long time or if I'm not offered full, like the cosmetic services. That's I think that's fine. But because I want dentistry to be, it, it is one of the things that is extremely important because teeth are important. And waiting on cleaning, just cleaning, it might sound non-essential. And a checkup, waiting on that might mean that you get some problem later on down the road. And it's your teeth. And you don't want to have problems. You don't want to. So they, they need to get on top of stuff. And so I, I uh, had a friend of mine who, uh, he went to his dentist. Um, his dentist opened much earlier than mine. And what he was forced to do is, uh, use this mouthwash and it was, he described it as being absolutely awful. And so not like, I guess it would be commercial mouthwash, whatever. And he was forced to, to switch it for three minutes, three minutes straight. And it was a terrible ordeal and his mouth hurt and this kind of stuff. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm fine with that. I mean, if that helps people, then. Absolutely. I want my dentist to be in good shape. And uh, so I went to my dental appointment and I, I went a really early. I'm a very early in the morning person. So I went there. I was there before the place officially opened. Right. Uh, sit down and wait for them. And they actually what when you present yourself earlier for some appointment, like first off, if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. So aim to be early because things happen. Uh, your bus will break down. It does happen. Uh, things will happen and you don't want to be late. And if it's an appointment and if people are expecting you, sometimes it doesn't matter at all. And sometimes you will know it doesn't really matter at all. And, but you, you never want to inconvenience somebody, right? You want to make, make sure that you're, it's an obligation that you've set. And I had set it months previous. So anyhow, I arrived early. I arrived early enough and the door was already open and the, but they accepted me earlier. So they started my appointment earlier because 
believe it or not, there are a lot of circumstances where if you make yourself available earlier, they'll want to grab you as soon as you, as soon as they can, because what that means is they'll be done with you sooner, which gives them a longer lunch or gives them a break between patients or something like this. So sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes it really does work out. I, I hurt my back at one point and went to the hospital to get a CT scan and a CT scan is, it uses radiation, it penetrates your body with radiation and does something like an x-ray. And, uh, but I, I, I didn't, I've never been to that hospital at that ward. I didn't know what was going on and I've never done anything like this before. And, and so I, I arrived really early cause I didn't know what the scheduling was for me to even get there. Or, right. So I showed up I was basically an hour early and I'm like, well, okay, I got music. So I'm like, well, I'll just, I'll be over here listening to some music. And like, you know, the, I got pushed around to go to the right room and this kind of stuff. I was the only person around and there was one tech that was there. I'm just like, is this the right place? Like, I'm just going to be over here for a while. Like we're cool. We're cool. And the tech actually brought me in an hour early, like a full hour early to do, to do the work. Cause what that does is, well, if things are already set up, then I mean, may as well, maybe, maybe, you know, sometimes people are twiddling their thumbs waiting for things to happen. And I just showed up earlier and they can take care of me earlier. I got let out earlier. I got to go home earlier, which means I didn't miss rating. <laughs> so, so it, it really worked out. It was, it was wonderful. So anyhow, I got to my dentist earlier and she is in a biohazard suit. <laughs> She's, She's, she's got the actual personal, you know, it, it's no joke. They've got, they've got like the little plastic suit that they're with the gloves, the latex gloves that are over top of the wrists and like tied down over her. I don't think she might've even had booties on like little, little plastic, uh, slip ons that were also tied up. They were also, uh, elastic around her pant legs. And so, but the full, the full suit or the full suit. And she had a, uh, like a face mask. Um, and, and the, the biohazard, I think it even went over her head and she had a face mask on. And, um, she also had one of those double breather respirators on and the room was, had a special secondary uh, filter unit going full blast. And it was just like, it was cold air <laughs> and it was loud in there and all this kind of stuff. And, and she's just acting like everything is okay, <laughs> but it was really weird. It was really weird. You know, I tend to not look my dentist in the face when she's working. So I, the, the alienness wasn't really there, but you know, as soon as you're done, you're sitting up, you're trying to talk, you're talking to a person in, 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 <laughs> in a hazard suit. So, so yeah, I, a lot of dentists are really taking things seriously, like really. Um, and they, they, they have that shut down to figure out how to, um, change their processes, uh, get the specialized equipment, all this kind of stuff. I'm glad they did it because, um, I really want, I really want dentistry to continue. I like my teeth. And uh, the last thing I would want is you know, somebody to get a cavity and then not be able to get work done because, 
or whatever, or not know well ahead of time if they've got a cavity coming in because they haven't been able to get those quote-unquote non-essential services of getting a simple uh, exam, a simple checkup, because it, it is essential. Your teeth are essential, and it's better to catch things before they become a problem rather than wait until they are and then have to deal with. It is the equivalent of surgery to go in and get, get a filling put in. Um, so next, uh, I mean, uh, how do I, I kind of want to talk about this one. So this is going to be 15 minutes. Uh, maybe I can talk about this. Um, Canadians are kind of sick of it because we don't exactly understand it, but there is this, the best explanation that I've had, the, the weird angle is that it's, it's a psyop that Canada has to convince the rest of the world that we're nice. <laughs> Um, but I, I've actually had you know, internet friends, internet um, acquaintances, talk about how they have found Canadians to be to be nice, whatever that means. And it's like I've everybody has heard rumors about Americans being jerks, this kind of stuff, vacationer impressions, and it's not true. And hashtag not all this kind of stuff. It's even for Canadians, like we're not all nice. <laughs> I, I, but, but I think there is something to it. I think there is something to it because I was trying to understand why I was perceiving someone else's like communication as being inappropriate, rude, like there was something about it and it bothered me. And I was thinking about it and thinking about it. Cause this is someone who, so I've worked with a bunch of people who they're not Canadian uh, or they're not Canadian adults, which is another, another concern. And so if you're working with a student, one of the concerns is uh, they may have never lived away from quote unquote home before. So they don't actually somehow they don't understand how to live around other people. They don't understand certain communication skills. They don't understand boundaries. They don't understand responsibilities. They may not understand how to clean up after themselves, all these kinds of things. So if you, if you actually are renting a room and you've got a student that's living there, you might have a wonderful impression of the person, but actually living with that person you actually have to educate this what is supposed to be an adult who just does not understand so many things and uh, it can be extremely frustrating and if you ever uh, if you ever rent a place out or you're living with people who are not like they're um they're students from abroad for example or they're very recently immigrated or something like this they're 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 not Canadian. This is not an offensive statement. This is just a statement of fact. And, but their English is, let, let's pretend that their English is perfect, right? Because there's a lot of places where um, it's not, man, you can, you can say that English, yeah, English is the second language, but it's like, man, it's really good. <laughs> like, like no accent good kind of thing exists in a lot of places. And, um, so you interact with these people. I was interacting with, with someone and part of it is, is 
And maybe there's some unique psychology to the person, right? I was thinking about why I was perceiving certain conversation as being rude. Um, and I could make all kinds of other statements about but that individual person, because I don't, I don't think there was real experience with with talking. Um, and I think the difference, I think what makes Canadians nice is something to do with um, the culture, the way that we mediate, the way that we negotiate. And there's something about how we approach certain things um, that, and maybe that is what gets perceived as being nice. Maybe there's some toolkit, some social toolkit that we have as part of our culture that is, I would never say that it's absent anywhere else, but it's uncommon enough, I guess. And it's, it's instinct for Canadians. So when we travel abroad or we're talking to people across the internet or whatever the heck, our culture, this, this thing gets conveyed. Ooh, boy, can you hear that? Wow. I think that was a truck. Um, so, so much of, sorry, say again. No, no, I can't, I can't tell. tell. Uh, was, was it? it? Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, having, having headphones, headphones on makes it difficult, difficult to hear some stuff authentically. Um, um, okay. So I think uh, what's happening is when Canadians approach asking for so first off when we got a problem okay uh in a lot of places they will they will approach the person and and they will say um i don't like when you do this all right or they'll, they'll like do they'll they'll actually state the action that they want to happen right like stop would you stop slamming the door for example okay so that's an approach and a more canadian approach would be to, to do something like to explain what's happening. And, and this, this, were, this is an, something that requires some nuance to explain. So explaining what's happening, what that creates is an opportunity for correction. So if you say something like, um, one side of things would say, uh, you're slamming the door. The other would be, um, would say something more like, um, the door is sticking in wintertime and you don't have to close it so firmly. Uh, can I show you how to close it a different way or something like this? Or you might say, um, the, you're waking me up in the morning, closing the door like that, or, and that, what that does is that opens up this opportunity for the other person to say, oh, I didn't know, right? Or I didn't know it was, it would bother anybody. Or I didn't know that it was a, a wintertime door sticking. I didn't know how to, like, it lets the other person apologize. And people say that Canadians apologize a lot. Maybe it comes from stuff like this. You know, opening up conversation, opening up a problem, and allowing that, that, that concern to be, because, because you, most of the time people aren't being jerks on purpose. It only becomes a problem if you make it a problem when you're opening up that negotiation by declaring it to be a problem. And so Canadians have a habit of opening up with um, explaining what they think is going on and how they feel about it. 
and there's a kind of a negotiation there. And I think this is, maybe this is a particularly Canadian way of approaching. It, we don't even think a bit about it as getting what you want. Like it's an effective way of getting what you want. You know, the, the, it's better to, what, what the heck is the expression? Uh, the, it's better, it's easier to catch flies with honey or something like, I can't, why can't I, of all people, remember that expression? Um, vinegar? Okay, I was just thinking vinegar. Which is funny, because the previous fungus gnat thing, supposedly you're supposed to catch them with vinegar. Maybe I should have used honey. Um, um, the I just stopped watering them. Um, one of them is still alive. I might water a tiny bit later. I tried watering them less, see if they would come back, and then watering them a little bit. I think I'm just going to write it all off. I don't know if I can reuse the soil or anything like that, but I'm just going to put them out outside, I think, if the gnats are still a problem. But they're kind of around. I think maybe they came from the plants. It sounds reasonable, but I've, I've seen them around the house before. So I think maybe they were just, because I've seen them come from like drains, like they're in our bathroom for some reason. And I think they're in our bathroom from the drain down our bathroom sink. And I did some really good cleaning and that doesn't seem to have mattered. It's some, it's magic. Like they're in the water or something like that. It's just odd. And I've seen this kind of fly in bathrooms around sinks before. So I'm not sure what's going on. So, but I'm fine with, uh, I want the container, so I'm not throwing them out, but uh, with putting these outside, obviously they'll, they'll die. But if I just let them dry out, like a lot of people don't realize that houses are deserts. They're so dry. And so if I just leave these plants alone, they'll, they'll absolutely die. And that's the advice that people are giving for, if they want to keep the plants, they could just stop watering them so much and it'll kill all the fungus naturally. It'll take longer. Um, in my particular case, I think, I think, uh, yeah, I'll just let them dry and die out just, and then deal with them next year. <laughs> Take the soil and throw it into my gravelly, awful back, backyard, maybe buy new potting soil. It's remarkably cheap and, and start again, raised beds outside, make the planting thing a project. I had talked at great length about gardening in the past, but you weren't paying attention, Minion, because you're you. Um, I got a few minutes. I, so, so the video game Ember that I had talked about many, many, many times, I'm, I'm, because I'm more and more frustrated at World of Warcraft. Um, I'm trying to make the game still interesting for me. It's really difficult. Um, but I am very excited about Ember being more and more real. The thing is the, uh, the lead developer, the CEO, uh, he is, he has been dragging out the project for, for so long with excuse after excuse, many of which are just BS. And, uh, so I expect greatness out of this endeavor. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's really challenging because I have invested quite a lot into it, both monetarily as, as time and interest and all this kind of stuff. You know, we want something to succeed, but at this point I'm getting a little jaded. At any rate, 
I keep being impressed at how well aligned our philosophies are. So the th I will bring up, I will actually be like me personally, the human will bring up to him personally, the human certain concerns and they get addressed in the exact way that I want. And, and I like that. So it, so it's not like I, I have his ear necessarily, but I do bring stuff up and he will notice these kinds of things and consider them. And one of my concerns is it, he is turning it into, into one of these, um, Weibo games. So this is the Japanophile things. And there's actually a, a so his cat died and he decided to go to the community and have like a live chat and just talk about the game and maybe, and the community learned about this and like, we all were cheering him up and every time he comes in live to do this impromptu, what he, what he calls a chief chat, he talks about some stuff and we give him great ideas. And one of the ideas was, well, the endeavor, the, the science fiction endeavor was a, a combination of J Japanese, old Japanese and American, uh, way back when, uh, making a space program together. And that's what our, um, our future community is made up from the descendants of those people. And they happen to be Japanophiles. So that's what explains why the game is this style. And at any rate, the style of the art that's being produced, the skins for the characters and all this kind of stuff, they all have, first off, there's far too many, far too much female representation, which has been a problem that we've been complaining about for a while, but, but cute girls is what sells, right? So cute girl art is being produced. We're getting more and more men art. We need to get a specialist artist for that kind of stuff. Cause the one that's presently on board specializes it with the cute, cute girls, right. And doesn't do a whole lot of nice, uh, beefcakes kind of thing. Anyhow, all of that art style all has high heels and it just, it bothers me. It bothers me for all kinds of reasons. So, um, it, uh, maybe it's over sexualizing under circumstances where it doesn't seem quite appropriate for that style of character. Um, and it just seems maybe it's not quite combat appropriate for my tastes. And so I've brought up multiple times, like, is this going to come in flats? <laughs> like, like military people in high heels, even though they're like high heeled boots, like chunky military-ish boots, uh, it just doesn't work for me. It doesn't seem right. I brought it up a bunch of times and he actually finally came out and said, uh, that, that he w went to the artist to the modeling and he brought this up as a problem. Like, can we actually rework the way the modeling works to be able to swap out, essentially swap out the feet, the feet and some portion of the heel area. So we could have a different kind of foot essentially to skin out a different kind of footwear to make that a separate component. And th there's all kinds of problems with that, right? Cause it's a jointed piece. And you'd have to have new art and yeah, he it's, it's a thing. It's been made into the game. It's official. It's been announced multiple times because I keep asking and I've actually had him say it by voice. So it's, it's Canon. It's going to be real. And the tech is already being worked on, right? That, uh, so I will be able to have those wonderful skins and, and if I'm playing, well, I mean, now it actually means you can have men in high heels, like, Okay. <laughs> that can be a thing too. That that's, that's, I'm fine with that. I'm not going to do it, but I'm fine with that. 
and it means that I can have, uh, you know, if I want to have a pretty girl uh, uh, uniform, whatever the heck, I can have, I can have boots or I can have flats or whatever the heck. So that was kind of nice. I want to share that really quick. So we should already be on a break. <laughs> so I'm going to be back in, in 10 minutes for a last segment. I'll see you guys soon. Oh, I'm back. Oh, normally we, we have segment three as our administrivia. And uh, I still have lots and lots to talk about. And I guess I suppose I could, sh I could share a lot of that later. But I want to quickly go over something I was researching just, just recently. So I've got a so back and damaged hands. And it's not like I'm a weak guy, but sometimes I've got problems with endurance with my hands. And so I've got this giant, and it's a really big, heavy-duty vacuum, okay? And it, it works great, but it's heavy. And when I'm vacuuming stairs, it's really hard. Um, and I don't like doing it. And stairs is one of the things that's really, it's really obvious when it's, when it's not vacuumed. And because it's from the, the front door going upstairs, right? Most houses are arranged like that. And uh, it's it's kind of a, a dirty-ish area because you step inside with your shoes, take your shoes off and put them away. And the fact that you've gone from outside with the shoes to inside with the shoes has left more debris right in the front area. And it very frequently gets tracked up up your stairs first before it gets upstairs and mucks everything else up there as well. And if you don't vacuum your stairs regularly, that stuff will get migrate further up into your house. And it's kind of annoying. And I, I, so I vacuumed my stairs earlier today and it reminds me that, that that experience is hellish. And I went and I've got one of these tiny little, it's still corded, but it's a little cheap vacuum. So I'm like, okay, well I'll pull that out and see how it performs on stairs. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, so I went researching vacuums just briefly. I've done it before and I'm thinking, well, I'm looking around and looking around, looking around. And I found some people doing reviews on vacuums and I don't know why I bump into this stuff, but I, and, and I found one Amazon review, read your Amazon reviews, right? Read those, read those four stars because those are people that have something to say. And uh, this person's in the go down the list. And one of the things they were saying is that the, the battery isn't replaceable. I'm thinking, oh, I never thought about that. Because I, I understand already that battery life is a problem for these, uh, well, battery life for usage as well as battery life for longevity. Oh, pardon my bumping my mic. Oh. Well, hopefully I'll be smart enough to edit that out before I do my post-production. <laughs> um, so I, I knew about the concern about the lifespan of the battery over the years, right? And I'm thinking, okay, well, that, that was a good reminder. And remember how I had been talking about um, the reuse, reduce, reuse, recycle, repair. And this is something I brought up in great length on and should be uploaded one of these days if minion gets off his button actually does it um, in our pre-show number five um, has that in it and the 
it's one of the concerns to have to think about well how much waste are you creating is the can the thing be, be repaired and there are certain newer models from the same company where you can't replace the battery you can't replace it with third party and they're really expensive like 200 dollars to replace it from that company this is 200 american dollars so this is a significant amount and i don't know if that's going to cover shipping either so wow you can buy an entirely new vacuum for that but these vacuums are good. Actually, some of these vacuums are $1,000. I'm not going to get that. But I am going to get something a little bit lighter than that. One day. I've got some other things to do with my money. I should probably not be buying this kind of stuff. Because I've got a handheld computer that's, that I really, really, really want. That's probably going to be real one of these days. <laughs> it's quarter one, 2021. Should be available but it's going to cost me quite a bit of money. So wasting it on uh, something significant like a vacuum. It's not, but, but I went looking. I have actually found one that is an earlier model. It's still being sold new. So uh, it's, it's one of their cheaper models, quote unquote cheaper. But what's interesting about it, other than it's, it's got a replaceable battery, is it actually uses a trigger. Uh, a trigger on a vacuum. So one of the problems I've got with a vacuum is the thing is always on and it's always getting hot. I'm worried about it wearing out and this kind of stuff and you don't need it to be on when you're when you're moving it up a step you don't need it to be on when you're when you're doing certain things when you're moving it around and this this trigger on a and so are, are you all right this is why push to talk is valuable. You can speak with intent. Well, that's true. A push to talk on a controller is a thing, but you got to have the spare buttons. Uh, this, I could give you a foot pedal. <laughs> it would work. It'd be um, like break to talk. <laughs> really? Yeah, you got the shaky leg. Really? Well, at least you have a nice chair now. We can talk about that. You had one of these weird Kickstarter bucket chairs. Yeah, so some some easily broken thing gave out and one of the one of the major connectors on one side snapped. But you could find a replacement, which was really nice. The second time, what what happened to the first time? Oh. You should wait one week.
Wow. That doesn't solve your problem. Well, you had a spare chair, but it was a chair, right? Yeah, I've got the chair that I'm on right now, which I like, which which I actually uh, found. You know, I, you know, some people, I don't know if it's a, it's a Canadian thing or what the heck, but uh, we actually put stuff out on the front of our driveway with a sign saying, free take me, before we go through the trouble of finding a way to donate it and sometimes we put it out there if there's some problem with it cosmetic problem and I, I it was a not quite a neighbor but in the neighborhood there was somebody that was just kind of there was a couple of things at the curb but there was no sign or anything so I'm like get a hold of them while they're puttering around the side of their house I'm like hey are you giving these away and there's a couple of of office chairs one of them is really nice but the thing is they must have a dog because <laughs> the dog chewed on the arms and so the the padding on the arms is like wrecked on one side i'm like uh well you know what i sat on it briefly went, no, give the old, uh. man it's comfortable like first impression it's really comfortable and uh i i got two chairs that way right? not from the same person at the same time and uh, the thing about me and chairs is i gotta have a, a particularly good chair in certain ways otherwise at one point i lost significant enough amount of weight and it's happened once before if i lose too much weight too fast i actually don't have enough muscle on my butt and it's actually really uncomfortable so if i don't have the right kind of chair i it, it's i just can't sit in it for very long right so it's a combination of me having the appropriate weight with the appropriate padding and having the appropriate chair with the appropriate padding and so the, and this chair fills it and fills that you know it it checks all the boxes and i've got a spare chair that does the same thing that's the one we were doing the pre-show on and it squeaks like, like heck so um it but it's a spare at least right in case this well all things wear out eventually being the nature of entropy but uh i will uh, also have the spare around i used to have it in my room but it's now it's in another room another it used to have it in the same room right but it's taking up too much space so it, it Anyway, anyway, I was talking about vacuums. <laughs> and the, the other thing that I just want to mention lastly is it's five pounds for the, for the model that I'd like to have. Man, five pounds is really, like, that's ridiculously light for something that is reportedly extremely powerful, which is important because uh, stairs are a little weird to vacuum, especially the little crease as it changes the 90 degree angle crease. And that's my biggest problem um i i kind of wanted to wait i mean this is we don't really maybe at some point recording the video is going to be important to the show but probably not for some time um but i want to get this out of the way at least i'll probably do this do another version of this at some future point um minion can you make me full screen <laughs> it'll probably make this a little bit easier what make me full screen because i'm going to be showing things is why 
can you stretch out the box that I'm in to make, make the window larger? In OBS, that's good. Oh, are you actually playing your game through OBS? <laughs> sure, that that works for me. Okay, so I want because I had talked about in a previous show the problems of baldness bald spots or whatever including glasses and lighting because you get reflection problems and lighting is also a problem for webcams so if you if you you'll if you watch youtube videos um you you look at the pretty girl's eyes what you'll see these are these bright rings and this is created from a, a light ring it's a very inexpensive led arrangement in a loop and it's designed, so it's, it's a loop, and it's got a hole in the middle. It's designed to kind of go around your webcam and to provide light. It does much the same as a really good bathroom mirror. And a good bathroom mirror will have multiple light bulbs down the side. The idea is if you have just one light here, it's going to brighten this, and it's going to cast a shadow here. So if you're doing makeup, it's, it's awful because you're not getting a... You're not getting good lighting to actually judge things properly. So good bathroom mirrors will have two rows of lights and they're going to be vertical. These days, a lot of them will cheap out and just have a row across the top. So that's not appropriate. At any rate, for, for doing video and photography lighting for a person's face, there are certain lighting concerns. I, right now, what I have is good. Now, what I have is good for the webcam I have, which is not very good. So it's fairly soft so you can get away with a lot of stuff with a fairly soft webcam and the lighting isn't great um, you'll see that there's a shadow underneath my jaw which isn't very flattering but but my concern was glare glare for my head and under certain circumstances uh, it's really really distracting it's a real big problem and that was something that i had researched and i wanted to solve for for my own endeavors but also it turns out for for if we want to do the live experience having um having a video video version of this podcast even though we're recording the audio and the visual is going to get thrown away um i wanted to solve this problem i was interested in it i wanted to know what i could do and i did look it up and it was uh, the it, it's not the best video right but one of the most uh, the best impressions i got the strongest impressions I got was from one guy he actually shaved his head while doing while talking about um videography and photography and baldness um he looked fine like head on but it, it was it didn't look good right and so he was getting rid of it anyway and he's talked about it and he actually shaved it and uh, you know that's a really wonderful impression right but it was another guy when he's he's uh he was just shy of being annoying to listen to. He's, he's one of these artsy photographer types. And he was talking about how the problem of men in particular, right? Because we got a certain kind of personality. And if you're doing an interview with somebody, um, they're, they're not the type to wear makeup, for example. So you approach them with products and there's a lot of challenge there, right? So he talked a little bit about that and he talked about the array of this is somebody that does things professionally and they got money and if you're doing if you're, you're doing a, a shoot for a particular thing 
you're not spending 10 bucks on something you're spending hundreds of dollars on something and so he had a lot of stuff and he said and just said look okay look i know I know you're a bunch of dudes and I know you're not professionals, right? So I, there's some stuff that I use just for everyday things, for little things like the show, for whatever the heck, when I know it costs money, so I'm not spending a lot. And he, and he pointed his camera down. You know, this is when I would break out the document camera and actually show you this stuff. Oh hell, I should probably be doing that right now. You know what? I'm gonna bump my microphone. Oh, gonna bump the entire neighborhood. This is totally set up as well. Okay, this is, this is gonna be a, a wonderful learning, by learning experience, I mean, I already have it working. I just have to press a button, which is hopefully not to crotch cam this, which is this. Okay, <laughs> see, see Minion, I'm totally professional. Okay, so see, um, so he had an array of products all stretching out here. And so I'm going to talk about some of the stuff that I've been experimenting with. Uh, many of them are matched exactly to the brands. I actually, I, I kind of paused his video and like kind of judged the way things looked in a fuzzy way and went looking uh, for, for some of the terms that he was talking about to try to understand exactly. I'm going to talk from one end to the other. So first off, I use a, I use a traditional razor. Okay. I actually use two. I use one for my face and a different one for my head. And that's because I can put in different blades. And so some uh, are, are the correct aggressiveness for a face versus a head. Sometimes what I will do, and it actually works out really well, is I will get a, put a new blade in here. So you can just, this has actually been used this morning. Okay, so you can, I can actually hold it like this. <laughs> Right? Not a good idea. It's less sharp from this end. So, so you can see there's hair and everything. And this hap this is a really cheap brand that seems to be working out for my face. And um, I will shave with a new blade this for my face and then use the same blade now that it's a little bit duller on my head. Because I want something that's not quite as, as razor, razor sharp for my head so that's that's where i start with and i use just regular um boring soap and i've actually even shaved with shampoo and it doesn't really matter what i use at all <laughs> so but i started you know using um this uh, shaving gel and i don't know that it matters but whatever ends up being comfortable for you guys um i don't know that i have sensitive skin or that it actually matters so so the first, what I was shook, since this is going to be an audio show, wow, this is still wet. <laughs> so this is going to be an audio show. Um, I, uh, I'll talk about these things. So I was using a traditional safety razor. It's the one with the knurled handle that's got the replaceable uh, blades, the, the double edged blades. And there are these newer ones that have these butterfly opening heads. I, I would never use something like that. Um, I like the traditional stuff that is unpatented now. It's, oops, oh man, I did it again. <laughs> I am gonna get a new XLR cable that actually uh, chain, that is a different shape, so I can't bump into it this way. And so the soap, the shaving cream doesn't actually matter, but I have my own preference. The, I'm, I'm never sure about this. So 
uh, a shaving balm is uh, the reason you want something like a, a, an aftershave of some sort is because your head uh, might be sensitive and your skin might go a little bit red after shaving it and you want to have a really nice shave with no hair if you're going to be doing videos right away but the thing is don't shave immediately before a show right so that your skin has time to kind of repair and so if you've got somebody who you're interviewing or whatever the heck and they already come shaved that's fine so let, let's say that we've got that so you yourself shaved earlier in the morning or that person did and they're they're fine they're not all cut up or anything like that them getting cut you use something called a styptic pen that has a certain kind of material that actually kind of cauterizes wounds right it it's a it's a more or less a chemical reaction that will end uh, bleeding there are certain emergency stuff like that that you would do if if it's a quick shave right beforehand and you need to take care of stuff but redness is a problem i keep being told to use a um, a moisturizing oh maybe i should just there we go <laughs> i'm smart um i even have a light on this thing uh, i've been told to use a a non-greasy um moisturizer and the idea is that if you're using other kinds of moisturizers on a head on a scalp and on a forehead right that think of the things that tend to get that that glossiness so maybe nose i suppose cheeks you know i guess you can use this on your face people are going to make fun of men that do that but whatever um, so this was the brand that i found and again just normal skin non-oily stuff and so this is Luperderm, Luperderm Unscented, normal to dry skin, fragrance-free. It seems to be working out quite well. I don't get the point, but what I end up doing is you have to wait for plenty long time until the aftershave will dry out. And since I didn't say it, so the, uh, the shaving gel is Nivea Men Sensitive Skin. It doesn't seem to matter what you use. And it was next to it, so Nivea Men Sensitive Skin Aftershave as well. I feel like a 14-year-old girl showing stuff off. Okay, so all that stuff doesn't particularly matter. It's preference and how effective a person is at shaving themselves um, matters a lot, so their own skill. And you're not going to be shaving somebody else, so it doesn't necessarily matter. So the other, the concern is don't shower in hot water. Make sure that hot water never touches a person's forehead in particular because you're going to get redness. So this isn't related to the glossiness, but it's a, a very serious skin problem. It will take an afternoon for it to get normal again. And you will have to go to regular makeup, to actual makeup for realsies, to, to remove that problem, to actually make the skin the same kind of color. Um, so that's extremely important. So you're essentially washing with, just don't, don't want, don't wash your head in the shower. If you can do it at all, rinse it in cool water in the shower if you need to, but, uh, wash it over a sink careful and just, and own the temperature, control it because you're going to get redness and some other weird problems. What the magic, the magic has been this stuff. And I knew about this. So this is clean and clear oil absorbing sheets and you can get this on a subscription on amazon and it's actually remarkably cheap and this is a, a, a blotting paper that soaks up oil 
of everything that I have here, this is the most effective stuff. This stuff is magic. So now I'm a, I'm a tiny window at the moment. So if I make myself big, so you can see that you can actually see a tiny bit of shine there. That's, that's minimized because of this oil absorbing stuff. Like this is magic. This is absolutely magic. So, and right, you can optionally have it so that it automatically dispenses one whenever you open it, this kind of stuff. Okay, and so the way it gets used is you're just blotting it on the head, right? So you can sit the person down and know where the glare is and focus really deeply on that and then just pat that. I don't know if there's some technique to use this properly. <laughs> there probably is, figure it out. And the thing is, I don't have a lot of oil left, but there's always gonna be some, but it's really dead easy. So this is me. Okay, so this is from this. Okay, so from this nice and clean to this. Not necessarily getting an authentic color out of this out of this camera, right? And you can use much, much more. So every couple of hours, if you're doing videos, do this again. And the again, the difference is this is magic. The other thing that I was recommend, and this is one of the things that I'm hesitant about, because this is makeup. This is actual makeup material. If I can close this silly, I can't. Um, the other thing, and it's actual makeup, ish is this stuff okay so this is uh rimmel london stay matte powder and this is a transparent matte powder and they come in skin tones i but i don't know what skin tone i am sorry i'm not like i don't know what skin tones exist <laughs> uh, so i'm looking at a bunch of stuff on a screen and i don't know if the screen color is correct and what do i do look into do i take a picture of myself and put myself up on the screen next to the different products like I, what happens if i get the wrong color right this is actually pretty cheap this is about ten dollars and i think this is called a compact or that's a different kind of thing i don't know uh, makeup terms i don't really feel like making this a hobby so okay so i so i got this shipped in by amazon it was remarkably cheap maybe ten dollars canadian uh, which was really nice and and I got uh, like a three dollar brush of some sort and it doesn't matter what you get this is elf there's a package it's a kabuki brush and it's it's just needs to be big enough to actually fit you know on a person's head and I suppose it doesn't matter what kind of brush you use I was looking at some that come in a retractable little tube but they're all really small so the idea is to get really good coverage and this does seem to work quite well. This does seem to work quite well. Just kind of like dab it on, I guess. It's probably gonna sprinkle all over the place if you're not very careful and then just kind of like rub it in, paying attention to where the actual glare is. Now I don't, like you, you must get rid of the oil first. You must use one of these oil absorbing pads first, must. Um, and, uh, I don't know that this is particularly effective, but it's it's nice, I guess. Like I can't really tell the difference because the the getting rid of the oil in the first place is what really does it. So I didn't 
I wanted to share all that. And the other concern is blemishes. And I can't get a straight answer out of people to understand how to get rid of blemishes. Um, what I want is some cure, some overnight thing where you notice that there is something coming and then you just dab something on it um, and then it goes away overnight. And what I, I know that there are these little stickers that you put on overnight and they, they draw out the pus and it's magic in the morning. And I guess that's what I'm going to go to, but they're, they're very expensive. And I was given this other stuff that, I mean, I was advised to try this. You know, you go, there, there's that one lady <laughs> and I just decided to walk up to her and be like, hi, you know this stuff. Do you understand? And I was, I was, my other concern is when is this stuff going to expire? Cause I just don't, I don't get breakouts or anything like that. Cause I don't wear makeup. So my skin isn't abused and it's just, you know, warm soap and water couple times a day and wash your face that way so this is a vici vici laboratories normaderm hyalu spot so the the idea is that that you squeeze a bit out and you kind of dab it onto stuff uh this does nothing this was expensive and this does nothing so that is that is my final problem for for dealing with skin on camera is no hot showers, um, shave carefully, um, uh, shave, shave a, f shave everything a, a significant amount of time earlier so that if you cut anything, you can address that and it can be healed. Um, use, I don't think that, um, cause I'm not going to use a daily moisturizer. So maybe I need to, and that will get rid of a lot of the, the, uh, a lot of the concern in the first place. Right, but absolutely this, this, this clean and clear or whatever other. I don't know that this is particularly good from this brand, but it was certainly cheap, and I'll definitely I'll start collecting a whole lot of this, and I will use. Uh, you should pr you will probably use two before entering into uh, something, and then one an hour or two later, depending on you, and maybe depending on temperature or something like that. What do I know? At any rate, so I, I wanted to talk about that stuff. I will talk about this in the future when I understand more, when I use it. And I'll probably make a video for myself personally on my YouTube channel going over a lot of all of the... I still have in my head going over 100% of everything that I've learned. Having like a four-hour lecture on everything that I've learned about making podcasts, about you know, speaking or topics or to-do lists or, 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 and going to the video stuff and the talking about lighting, talking about microphones, talking about room acoustics, uh, all the things that I have learned over the, well, it is years now, although for this podcast, it's been, you know, however long, right? It's been months and months and months. So Minion, I, you're already, you're in a game, so you don't have a moment to show your gameplay so i'm fine just being a face <laughs> if if you would like uh that's fine so the uh, administrivia i want to finish with administrivia so minion i what i i'm interested in what you've actually been working on thinking about what you've accomplished if anything um right now 
the show. Yeah, for sure. Have you figured out the RSS stuff that we were concerned about? WordPress? Have you... Okay, so do you have a plugin in mind for WordPress? So why do you have me install WordPress? You just heard of something? Okay. Okay, so, so you just think it's the right direction to go and that it's inevitable you'll find something. Okay, no problem. And as I, as I said, uh, hosting audio files or whatever the heck is, it's taken care of. You don't have to worry about this stuff. As soon as you can prove it's the right collection of stuff to do, I will figure the hosting stuff out and I'll get a new installation of WordPress. And I actually, I purchased some themes for WordPress at some point, but I think they're an earlier version of WordPress, all this kind of stuff. But, well, I mean, making that the website is would be the thing to do so because you, you'd have one blog post per show probably uh, i don't know depending on how it works but yeah yeah so you figuring that out is urgent because we don't have a podcast yet technically speaking now if you want things on youtube which we're still going to do uh, youtube performs because thumbnails are good so right now it, we're not nearly as active because of thumbnails and so you need to figure out how to do thumbnails better how to make thumbnails uh, i'll i'll have dumb pictures of me and you can have my face up there because people respond to faces you need to have text that maybe brings up like for every one of the clips you would have some shorthand of the title because it's generally the topic and for the podcast you still need some kind of artwork and a person so me in various positions of talking that we can just take pictures of and just kind of splice in after the fact and and do that for every single even the old clips but we definitely need to do that going forward like that's absolutely critical like that is more critical than doing the rss stuff and this is this is something I'm probably going to rail on again and again to get done. I don't want to have to do all this stuff. I don't want to have to do everything. So that's the, you have to start obsessing over something to actually accomplish for the show. Because right now, um, you're, you're, you're just shy of useless and it's a problem, right? And it isn't that you, that I, I'd like you. You have been quite interesting to listen to in previous shows. It isn't just that. It's what you can do to contribute to the success of the endeavor. You've talked to me. I don't know if you want to talk about it, but you've talked to me about your interest in um, the cooking stuff, the baking stuff. I That is something I want to do in the future. But, I mean, if it's going to be like this, why bother? Why would I need you? I would just do it on my own. I mean, I've got all the equipment and I've got the, the know-how and I would make thumbnails. <laughs> and I know how to make scripting and all this kind of stuff for this. And you haven't produced anything yet. So it sucks. 
So it really does suck. Um, so yeah, thumbnails, absolutely. Thumbnails you need to do. Um, so less depressing, I'm going to talk about some of the improvements that I have made since really our last shows. So I guess the, um, the, the, the first, first thing is um, we have had problems with sync.com. We've got a shared folder with that uses the internet to, to push stuff around. Uh, Minion, you had the idea of, because since you actually have network training and actually setting up a shared folder for us to push our data around, which is a better idea than us using a uh, internet synchronizing service, because that, that takes bandwidth, that takes time. Um, so doing something internally. But I, I still think using a synchronization tool is just fine, because it doesn't matter how long it takes. I, I, I will process your show data tomorrow. Right? So it doesn't matter if it takes a while to get to me. But one of the things you've done, which I, which I appreciate that you remember to do this, is when you, so for everybody listening, we've, we're using, we don't download the audio stream when we're recording live, when we're sending stuff out live. Um, Minion and I each have a, an instance of Audacity that is recording our microphone locally. So it's spooling it out to disk. So whatever gets streamed out there, it doesn't doesn't matter. Any audio hiccups and stuff like that doesn't it does not influence the show. We get the pure raw data from microphone to our disk, and uh, we're we're all recorded in separate tracks, which lets us do post processing later. Well, by us I mean lets me do post processing later with different settings for different microphones, and. I um where, where was I going with that? Now I can't remember what I was saying. Ah, uh, hmm. So what Minion is doing is you're you're saving your data, but you're saving it directly into the synchronizing folder. And as we're doing the show, it's actually downloading it, synchronizing it to my computer live. And and so I think it's going to be no time at all for for once the show is done for me to have everything which i think is wonderful we had some problems with sync sync.com possibly corrupting data i think some of it some of it was user error because minion is minion so problems were made and i recovered from some of it but it occurred a second time and i don't know why and trusting sync.com is really important because i'm not going to throw money at them until I can determine that this is the correct way to do things. So this will be our our live test for that. If this project, if the Audacity project is correctly transferred and works and I can open it, then I will give money to these guys. I was planning on doing it this month. I think I'm not going to, you know, Christmas, right? Christmas is always a little bit weird for money. And... I didn't plan for it. I happened to have extra money for, well, in my case, Starfrit for purchasing new Tupperware, which I could talk about at some future point. Uh, for uh, what? The, what the heck is it? Is it Black Friday? Is what the Americans call it? Um, and so that kind of snuck up on me. It's, but I spent some. I spent some money on a bunch of stuff, uh, which is all like stuff that is rated at being baked at 400 degrees Celsius. It's crazy good stuff. Um, except for some drama, 
where I actually had to have a phone call with one of them to sort some of this stuff out. Um, at any rate, at any rate, um, I want to talk about something else at least. So I, I rearranged a chunk of the way my computer is positioned. So I've got a computer that's specifically built to be silent, to be low temperature, low power. And I moved it up a shelf and I've got shelves that have, that are, they're, they're not shop shelves, but they're designed to be heavy duty and they actually have holes in them. I, what I decided to do is I decided to get some, some, they're, well, they're made for hanging pants. What I, I got one of them and it's just like an L that hangs and I hooked it underneath and I looped all of my long cables up underneath and twist tied them. And I have them hanging on the bottom shelf underneath out of the way. And I have all of my cables going from the back of my computers down, looped around like that, and then out to my, my uh, surge suppressor and up to my monitors and stuff like that. I don't have the correct lengths of all of my cables for all my wires and stuff like that just yet. And I've had some weird issues with USB hubs. It's just bothering me. And part of it is like the way I have it set up right now is, oh, actually, I wonder if I can, I can kind of show it. Or where's my mouse? Man, you have two monitors. Can't see your mouse. And if I do, if I do this, you can actually see all three cameras at the same time, right? So, so I have all three cameras at the same time. Now, getting this to work with Audacity is actually a challenge. Is <laughs> actually quite a challenge because apparently my USB 3.0 powered hub doesn't work with all three cameras at the same time. And I don't know why, because it's supposed to quote unquote, supposed to provide the power, but I will get like SOS signals and blinking lights from the webcams. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, so the arrangement I managed to figure out is my primary webcam, which is, will work with a hub, which is good because I, I would have cable length issues. My document camera will work with the hub at the same time, which is good because I really have cable length issues on that. And then I've got this other secondary camera, my seven, my older generation 720p camera. Uh, I actually have a, just a longer USB cable for it and plugged it more more or less directly into my computer. So it, for some reason, they were not all happy together. And this, this is the sort of thing that happens if you're assuming that you can just move things around or have parts working together. Uh, I, I didn't have enough power to get my keyboard and mouse and another object going at the same time. I had problems powering a webcam that way through a, a hub built into my keyboard. I had different USB hubs that uh, were not working the way I want. I had cable length issues for all kinds of stuff. I had, um, it, it, was, it just went on and on. And it took me quite a long time to figure out how to arrange my computing stuff. It's, it's the strangest thing. I moved it a foot vertically in the, in the Z axis and, uh, and it took me more than an hour just to figure all this stuff out but I like what I've done and I, I have fun doing it. I'm the type, right? I'm the old school physical computer -y type and I had fun doing it, had fun figuring it out. And I think the effect is really wonderful. And I, I paid attention some, to some of the rest of the area. 
So one of the things is, you can see it kind of in the little window back here. And if you're listening at home, what I've got behind me is I've arranged things to move my microphone. I've talked about before how I'm pointing the less sensitive side, so the back side, toward... In this case, this room's got a fireplace there, and that's essentially a hole punch right through the outside. And so sound out there is a problem because it really easily makes it in here. But the rest of the, that's traffic out in that direction. And the sensitive side of the microphone is pointed to the inner part of the house. And I'm requesting that people don't do laundry at this particular showtime. And so it's quite quiet in the front. And uh, so I moved my desk and all my equipment and all this kind of stuff with this in mind. And one of the problems is now that I've got a camera there, I have to have something interesting behind me, but I don't. I've got a blank wall, but what I did is because of the angle of this, uh, I've actually got two blank walls because I'm kind of in a little bit of a nook. It's not as cornery as you might think because out, you can see the edge of the two walls because I'm not flat on. I actually have the, the seam in the background. It looks really good. I like it. I'm going to keep that. I I don't think you can quite see the scratches in the wall here. Oh, you can just barely. It's actually off screen if I'm cropped. But, um, and I can paint that and I can put padding up and stuff like that. So I can actually really control the audio back there, the, the supposed reverberation that's supposed to happen, but it's not. <laughs> People are just lying. Uh, the room, the acoustics that I'm getting right now, they actually sound really good. Maybe I need to do some more testing, who knows? Um, at any rate, the, the visuals behind me, it's a wonderful flat picture that I've got here. I'm popping right out. Um, my chair looks good because it's not, a, a doesn't have a, bland, a brand splashed across the back. It's nice and padded. It's not one of these weird red bright things. And I've taken care of the glare across my head. The lighting is just fine in here. I don't like it for my eyes in the real world, but it looks great on camera. And the background has a, a beautiful kind of beigey matte appearance with that nice, interesting little seam that's on one side. And it, it, I think this is a wonderful presentation. What, I'm, what I will likely do in the future, and it's kind of a cost thing to do right. Now I can do it for cheap and just get the perception of quality, which, which might be good enough for me to sell my voice as a service, as a product is I can actually get acoustic, quote-unquote acoustic foam, put it back, getting proper acoustic foam, and it, putting it back there, it's a really obvious presentation. It's just kind of a little corner, so it's two sides, and I can actually make it quite interesting to look at and get a pattern there, or I have something in mind, just a, a fantastic appearance for this particular, for this particular foam. Um, it's just, it's... Maybe it's temporarily out of stock, but it's a great pattern. And I've got some other stuff that I'm looking at. So that's, that is beauty. And maybe that would improve audio a little bit more. Now, the reason it's important to improve audio behind me is flat walls will, um, will reverberate, will redirect audio. It'll splash it back into the sensitive side of the microphone. And so you really want to have... I've actually got, like I said before, I've got an Ikea, uh, like a portable uh, clothesline a rack that I can actually hang a bunch of 
t-shirts on. So I can go to a thrift store and buy a bunch of t-shirts and I can actually have that wheel that out behind me. Or you can put hooks up on the wall and, and hang down whatever the heck, just to have some texture back there. And that will help a little bit. Um, but the thing is I'm on an angle. I'm on a really strange angle just because of the way I wanted to set this stuff up. And that means that audio bouncing back is going to shatter in strange directions before it even gets to the microphone. So I'm not going to get the reverberation effects that I would if the, the sensitive side was pointed directly at the flat of a wall. I'm not going to get that roomy sound and everything in front of me to the back side of the microphone is actually uh, a really strangely shaped stuff. The biggest problem is that I've got a second, second monitor that is flat, that is right there, and that that's not if you had just an open space behind with uh, stuff back there you know like a regular room that's full of stuff it's got things on the walls right that that room acoustic will be great back there and so your voice passing past the sensitive side of your microphone out into the room takes a while it uh, fuzzes out a bunch by the time it gets back here it'll it gets back to the insensitive side of your microphone it's it's not going to sound bad. It's, it's not going to echo like a bathroom and it, it'll wash past you. It'll bounce back and get back into the sensitive side. It will have fuzzed out way back there. And by the time it bounces back, it re reflects, it shatters. And by the time that gets to the sensitive side of a microphone, it's going to be meaningless. It's going to be meaningless. And I think right now I've got great sounding audio. Really, you can have a low quality microphone. If you think about the setup correctly, you think about the environment well, you hang towels for all that matters, right? I get a clothesline, which I actually have that I'm going to mount. It's not meant for acoustics, it's meant for, you know, I'm going to have to dry. If you put your, you're not supposed to put your pants in the dryer because it's not 100% cotton. And the stuff that isn't cotton actually gets damaged from the heat from drying and you get sagginess and this kind of stuff. So you're supposed to like, okay, I'm listening to women talking about clothing and things like this. And it's, uh, so I'm learning, right? It's, it's hard, but I'm learning. And so I'm supposed to treat clothes a certain way, right? So <laughs> I'm not going to explain why I went to research. It's just, I had a bookmark. I've talked about this in a couple of shows ago. Anyway, anyway, how much time do we have left? two are we done we're done okay so uh this has been uh, 2020 12 20 it's episode 35 um we we're going to be weekly we're going to be weekly on sundays which means we're going to be here on the 27th minion uh, do you have vacation plans are you doing things with family over the whatever the heck no <laughs> it could be surprise stuff um Okay, so it's going to be, uh, it is likely that we're going to be back on uh, December the 27th, and we're going to be continuing on Sundays. Minion, what's your thought about uh, shifting the show from Sundays to a different day? Does it matter? Um, my worry is, you know, Minion, so our listeners might 
not appreciate staying up fairly late on a Sunday if they have work on Monday. That's the only concern that I have. And because Wednesday's out, we don't need to have that weird balance between the the distance between show week one, week show one, and week show two. We don't have to have that distance, so we can shift the one day over to whatever. So if you wanted to say say Saturday night, would you be okay with being the social one and making sure that everybody's okay with Saturday instead? Just this time of day, obviously, so four hours or so for not doing laundry. That's the concern. If you can talk to, if they say it's okay, if they say it's not okay, then we can keep it on Sunday. I don't mind. Um, I'm just concerned about our audience, right? So, so people who are just, you know, home and they're, they're not, obviously a lot of people aren't going out on Saturdays and I don't care if we're competing. This is just the law, the live stuff. People, people can listen to an actual podcast anytime they want. Uh, at any rate, at any rate, we're done. We can talk about this stuff in our, in our own time off show. Uh, and as I said, if you, uh, if you like what you hear, you can visit us on lucidindifference.com and check out our clip intro, which is still silly and insane <laughs> and check out our clips. If you like our clips, you can see our full shows. This show is probably going to be released in a few days and, uh, I will see you guys in one more week. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.